I'm the most savage with it, the most hungry for this, the most likely to win it, cause most can't ignore this, the most underrated, the most fuck you pay me, I guess what I'm saying is that I really do the most, this is hard knives, fighting to get dog tired, getting better everyday, searching for some growth, my mama working too hard, but I can't fuck with no job, I'm in the field still, switching my approach, I got drop top dreams, hitting non-stop threes for the team, watch me kill it in the don't have to ask me what I do this for If you know me, you know it's obvious that I do this for the coast It's the culture that made me Queens turned me to a man, I know nothing can face me I've been building this bus in the hardest city to do it On the scene, people tell us MDC is the truest Atlanta to the top spot, running this music We got to build this back from the ground No more excuses, we got the best in the world Like the homie Ben Lewis Telling Brendan if a trap gone Break out the nooses, they been sleeping on us like narcoleptics Focusing like an antiseptic, not boasting, just that invested So me when I hit these records Too much effort, nah, this can't be counterfeited Hey, y'all be scared to stand out Y'all be trying to fit in I'm 230 dry, still jumping up the stage, man Everything I do is wet Watch me hit the rain dance You got a team, but you ain't got no game plan Atlas with the kill switch EP on the way, man, there's more for me I ain't dipping, I'm diving, focusing on business I'm trying to expose the scene, this shit is a vibe of dopamine I'm just moving that product This like paid in full, but none of us is Actors. We some pushers with some malice empty clips on all you rappers So caught up in egos, that's that shit I can't adapt to Thinking too divisive, y'all won't never be a factor To elevate the game, I gotta elevate my mind I know the cost of this ain't free, I'm just here to pay the fines Yeah, you know it's super lit, hey, yeah, yeah, hey. She said she love me, love me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything, yeah. She don't get anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. I need a cane. I'm off the pimp. Tools. Shorty gonna bring, but I ain't in the mood Roll up a plane, girl, let's take a flight And she ride it from the ballot packs on the bike I beat it up like it's MMA Then I'm back to the tips like it's Frito-Lay A cup of K, up in my ball, man I'm getting bread and I spread them legs like it's parquet Your boyfriend, I swear that nigga dead Call me Beaver, so they gave me nothing but head. Henny straight, we drink it like juice. I swear to God, so they never tell the truth. She said she love me, love me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she want me, want me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she want me, want me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything, yeah. She don't get anything, anything. 
She said she need me, need me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she want me, want me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. I ain't never want no handout. Rather get up on my damn self. How the bells, yeah, stand out. I ain't never want no damn help. Had to get up on my lonely. Can't nobody say you owe me. What the fuck you gon' tell me? Bitch, I do this shit for Chloe. Had to get on my grind. Everything I got is mine. Always knew I was gon' shine. Had to wait for my time. Yeah, she know I don't need all. Lips on Angelina. When they see that you poppin', they call you cousin like Skeeter. Back then I let the waves spin. Nowadays I let the dreads hang. Shorty said she wanna get lit, but I know that she can't hang. I'm Diddy poppin' like Diddy. Never sell out my city. When them shots go off, make your body do the milli. She said she love me, love me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she want me, want me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she want me, want me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything, yeah. She don't get anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She said she want me, want me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis and Addy the Baddie, who's back in studio. I'm back. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Addy. I miss you guys. I miss Brooklyn. I miss New York. You know, you guys, I can't leave you for too long. All right, Addy was all over America, man. You was in Texas, you was in Atlanta, you went to the uh, underground city of Atlantis. Um, where else did you go? Bahamas, um, New Orleans, Jamaica, New Orleans. There you go. You yes. you was all over the place, Addy. Yeah, I was. Are you happy to be back? You, you don't have to lie. You know, I am happy to be back because oh, I just wow. I miss my. You know, you get used to your own space. You just mm-hmm. like having your own space. So as far as that's concerned, yeah, I did. Um, and you know, the thing about you know New York, all. all Everything is just so close and available, you know? Like, if I want to go to the corner store, it's right there. Right, right, right. If I want, you know, uh, Thai food, it's right there. If I want mm-hmm. Jamaican food, it's right All Everything is just in my neighborhood, and yeah. I miss the accessibility. So, I'm happy to be back. Yes, um, New York is definitely number one when it comes to accessibility. Yes. But it's it's, it's good to, to have you back in studio, Addy. Oh, thank, I'm, wow, you said it. Listen, you said it, guys. Yes, I said it. My I bestie. Know. Oh, my god. I think we can all admit and, um, you know, maybe the narcissistic side and you can admit this as well, the show just wasn't the same without you. Uh, in studio. Look at that. Wow. It was better because wow. I'm the best in the world <laughs> and whenever I'm on the mic by myself with uninterrupted conversation, mm-hmm. it is always Great. Okay. Okay. I didn't mean to do that. That just came out of nowhere. You couldn't I help it. He's a Scorpio. I apologize. So. Hey, you know, I'm having a good hoodie day today. <laughs> Let you know me what see. What does you know it say? This is uh, it says just shoot. Uh, okay. Shout out to my boy Neil. Uh, okay. he, he he's out of St. Louis, mm-hmm. and he started this just shoot program so that kids could put down the guns. 
and pick up a basketball and shoot in the gym as opposed to shooting in the streets. Okay, okay. So shout out to Neil, Just Shoot. Hit him up on Instagram, Just Shoot. That's a nice hoodie. Free God, you know what I'm saying? Black History Month, I have to get the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. Hey, there you go. Hey, Neil. Come on now. Hey. What's up? Word up, man. Hey, he Um, got a co-host too. Word. (laughs) Who likes Uh, some swag. There you go. The, the, swag, right. the swag. Good hoodie day. Good hoodie day <laughs> on Ben Talks today, man. Um, you ready to get the show started, Addy? I am ready. All right. Um, now, I know you've been gone for a long time. Now so I'm back with the jump off. Well, let's not do that. <laughs> We're not going to steal lyrics because... Um, Excuse you. I, I don't know how the contracts worked out on your end. Oh, C- mm-hmm. Clearly, you worked out a better deal than me because you was traveling over the place. Oh, well. And... Um, I got I got rejected by Lyft last last mm-hmm. Friday. It was sad. You got rejected? Yeah. Who gets rejected by Lyft? Well, I know somebody who has a freaking record who, well, who, listen, who drives. Did Lyft. they uh? Did, do they rate you for tipping on Lyft? Like if you don't tip, they they give you a bad rating, right? No. No. Mm-mm. Oh. It must have been the you got, night. You got rejected from like being able to drive a lift? No, no, no. Oh. No, the, the, the nigga ain't want to pick me up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, because you're black. That could have been it. Yeah. I didn't I don't put my picture on my profile purposely though. Mm. But I guess the name Benjamin Lewis, that is that a black name? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. No, this must be an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I it take must, my chances with the Ben Lewis. It must be that one time that I um I, I badgered a Lyft driver into stopping at McDonald's on my way home. Ah, uh, you had a fat moment. I I was drunk and mm, I was a drunk, from a a drunk party, fat moment. And was I it said, on Broadway that that no, McDonald's no. on Broadway when you cross over the bridge? Because no. I've been through that. Before. It, it was a McDonald's on Fillmore. This is on the um of uh. It's on Flatbush. Mm. Yeah, yeah, down down by King's Plaza. Side. Okay. Yeah, uh, we was passing. I said, yo, my man, you could pull up into the McDonald's real quick, please. <laughs> and, you know, he was like, oh, I got to add a stop. I was like, yo, come on. Mm. Just like, it's right there. Mm-hmm. And he did it. And he ain't want no fries or nothing. I offered him. I offered to buy him some fries or something. <laughs> he likes his life. So. I guess. Well, why you got to say that? Assuming I mean, that I don't. Listen, I didn't you, say you, that. you ever had a mac chicken after after a drunk night? I will never eat a mac chicken again. Oh. That is not chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that is not chicken. Well, anyway. and they need to stop. They need to stop advertising it as such. Well, whatever um, it is, it saves my I life. I eat a fry night. sometimes. Oh, you, oh, you, you the type that let me just get a large fry. You know, when I go there, I, I'm a bougie. I'll get a parfait. <laughs> <laughs> A parfait. I'm not worse than my friend who literally went there and asked for a cheese Danish. I didn't even know they sold they, they <laughs> sold that shit. I'm like, bitch, we're gonna drive through. This is college. What? She's asking you, for a cheese Danish. You are the worst kind of customer <laughs> to stop at a late night on McD- oh, at yeah, McDonald's. Oh yeah, for sure. You gonna ask them to actually make stuff that they actually have to prepare uh-huh. and not the stuff. Salad. Yeah, and not the stuff they have sitting there just waiting for mm-hmm. the drunks to come in and order. Nope. But anywho, um, mystery meat. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, we're from the hood, man. Mystery, mm-hmm. mystery meat. We grew up on that pause, uh, and then we wonder why we have some so many issues in the black community. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Um, you ready to start the show? You ready? I to, think so. I think we think so. We've caught up long enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's time for our shout outs. Um, first shout out. All right. First shout out is to the black owned corner store. Yes. At 234 Troy, Troy Avenue. Avenue Crown Heights. 34 Troy Avenue Crown Heights. There's this picture circulating of three young black men. Yep, yep. Uh sitting at the cash register. We I don't know their names. I tried to find find that out. So I'm I, just gonna pull up. I I too tried to find out mm, yeah. these young men's name. I tried mm. to find articles. Yeah. And of course, 
if we're trying to celebrate a black-owned business, mm-hmm. it's not going to be anywhere to be found right. on the internet. Because I think we need to break the story. So well, if you guys are out there... Event Talks exclusive. Okay, Black-owned corner store, 234 Troy Avenue. You That's see, right. Ben bought his damn vehicle. We would have stopped by afterwards. Well, let's not blame it on me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but... I'm going to go check it out this week. And that's right. That's we right. We're going to set it up. We're going to have them in here. Let us know. You know what? I might check it out tomorrow. You think they open late? I mean, it's a corner store. So hopefully. They better be because hopefully. I got, you know, I'm going to be going to a party tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And um, after I get off the air here, you know, I, I do my thing every day here, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday, Radio Free Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to a Midnight Dreams party tomorrow night. Okay. And after that party. I'm going to go get me a sausage, egg, and cheese mm. at 2 o'clock in the morning. Sausage. Well, why you have to make it awkward? Um, just a meat choice. What, what, were you a bacon person? No. Just what, what do you have on your breakfast anyway, sandwiches? Um, so we will go check them out, <laughs> and we will bring them up to the radio show, and Ben will have his sausage. Let's not do that. All right. <laughs> wow. My name is on the show. You just got to disrespect me like that. I don't disrespect young black things. <laughs> so I'm not sure what you're talking about. All right. Oh, man. Uh, next shout out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the Texas billionaire John Arnold. John Arnold. So some filthy rich uh, young white man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. named John Arnold is giving $39 million to reform America's broken bail system. So wow. if you know anything about the bail system, you sure know broke that as it's hell. trash, basically. If you're rich, if you're rich, you can get away with murder. <laughs> uh, yes. We'll get into that a little bit later. <coughs> Jesse Smollett. Oh, man, but, what? <laughs> you know, and so if you have money, then you don't have to sit in a jail cell awaiting your trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, if you go to Rikers or, you know, some of these local jails, you'll see people who are in prison because they couldn't afford their bail. And while, you know, part of our natural civil liberties is that we have the right to a speedy trial. That is not if you were poor. As long as you got if, money. Right. You not do. if you were poor. Certainly not if you were poor and minority. Then you're just oh, done. For sure. For, so, um, Fact. And so the bail system is just, you know, just if if you did a crime, you did a damn crime. So if you have yeah. money to, to get out of the jail and away trial, that's not fair. Like, if you did it, then you should just get the same money shouldn't be the determining factor as to whether or not you get in or out or whatever. You know, there should be other things that are considered. Right. Yeah, sure. You do want to leave some level of equity and it should be more. I think bail should be proportional to your net worth. You know, yeah, like so absolutely. Like, that to me that would that, make more sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So if I only if I'm worth two thousand dollars, yeah, and I have to put up you know five hundred, well, shit, I want to come back for that five hundred. Yeah, because um, like you know. they they look at these poor black kids and they'd be like, bail two million dollars, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, my man, like nobody in my family has mm-hmm. ever seen two million dollars. Exactly. And now my bail is two million. Like, there's not enough GoFundmes I could start to get that. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so thank you to this wonderful white man named John Arnold. This is this is what I'm talking about. I want to see that's more exactly. billionaires. Talk about being a white ally. Yeah, this, there that? we go. Put your money where your mouth there is. There you go. Find a cause that you think uh-huh. is fucked up, yep. particularly as it pertains to people of color, because usually those are the issues that fuck up not only people of color, but everybody else. And really put your money into it because, you know, we have all these people coming up, all these different causes. It could be distracting, but if if you really concentrate a lot of money into an issue, you can solve it. Bill Gates has shown that a million times. Yeah. That nigga has done so much for, like, the world with his money mm-hmm. um, because he takes a bunch of money and attacks a problem and figures it out, pays yeah. a bunch of smart people to Even though his products are it. buggy as fuck. 
Sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just I pray that man has a long life. Uh, Bill Gates and this John Arnold. I wish you guys a, a long time on this pla- on this planet. And I hope you t- talk to your other rich friends and yes. convince them to. Uh, and when the race war starts, let's not kill them. Right. Right yeah. away. <laughs> Because it's coming. It's we'll, coming. We'll spare. Well, you guys will certainly. Because <laughs> no, you always need. No, no. There's always gonna be like in the race. The race riots. There's gonna be white people who remain. But it's yeah. gonna be the down ass white people, like the same ass white people who were in the civil rights movement, sacrificing mm-hmm. their life on the front line. Like we fuck with y'all. Like so don't you word, know, word, don't get word. it twisted. We talk about white people. We're not talking about y'all. Um, but yo, um, we're talking about white people, not people who happen to be exactly, white. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I wanted to say because I saw this that uh, what's his face, Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Um, is worth so much money that he has enough money to give each person, each homeless person in America, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and still have enough money left for himself and investments. Is that like he could literally him alone can solve poverty. Like <laughs> so, oh God, that's like disgusting. Isn't yo. that crazy? Like that's just how insane that this one that one is. person can accumulate mm-hmm, that, that much money. wealth. Yeah. And the, and the fact that those people who've accumulated that kind of wealth can't think like, let me break off. If we each break off a billion dollars and put that together to help homeless people or to help people who don't have anything, like I'm not saying give away your whole net worth, but if you break off a few, you know, a few million or whatever to like actually do something and to yeah. give, put money in people's hands. Stop going through these damn charities. Go to these damn communities. Thank you. Put money in people's hands. Thank you. That's what we're saying. Like people mm-hmm. like Six Nine when he was when he was free. Mm-hmm. People like Fat Boy SSE. They are taking straight mm-hmm. cash. They're walking through the hood and they hand it to people. Right. And this is something I always say. When I get when I when I work out my contract and I'm and I'm mm-hmm. making money like Addy, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna mm-hmm. fill up duffel bags of cash and just walk mm-hmm. through the hood and just straight hand it to people. Yeah. Like here, because mm-hmm. you because someone's struggling in the hood. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have ever been broke, Addy. I have been. Uh, it's like you can't <laughs> breathe. Yeah. Like <laughs> if if you when you broke it's like you're mm-hmm. suffocating. Yep. And you don't know even if it's not much. Even if you walk through and give a 100 people a $1000. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like a weight has yeah. been lifted off their shoulders exactly. when you give them. That. Exactly. You know? It's like when you was in college and your parents sent you $50. Mm-hmm. You you walked out, you got off that phone call Facts. and you was like, "Yo, what we doing tonight?" Tonight. Like, <laughs> like, to Yeah. No, look. Like and my thing is that, yeah, give people cash. But like another part of that is like, yeah, give people, you know, give people a platform, an opportunity yeah, to then do absolutely. something with that cash. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars, but now I'm going to put you through a business class. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you through this like workshop that'll show you how to how to flip it, how to make this a thousand turn into two. Right. Yeah. So now you have now you have that a thousand to play with that you didn't expect to have. Right. And now you have another thousand that you can continue to invest in. Right. Like and continue to do to, to do more with. So we have to not only give them money, but also educate people on how to make it last. You know how to make it last for them. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. All right. Um, the next shout out we got to give, man. Buju Bantan. Hey, his hey. world famous song. Um, uh, what's it called? It's called Boom Bye Bye. Boom Bye Bye. Oh man, I'm gonna play a little snippet of it now. Whoa, the song. Whoa, whoa. The, the song is canceled. Is it? I can't play it. You cannot play the song. He can I read from his catalog? Can I read the Can I read the lyrics? You can read the lyrics. So just, I just want to show the the listeners how homophobic the song yeah, yeah, was yeah, 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 and yeah. why it's but on the shot. We, we want to. He canceled it. He removed it from his catalog. So yeah, well, I, I found it on YouTube. Oh you know. damn. So, so I shouldn't play it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's up don't, to you. Don't play it. It's up to you. I don't want to. I just feel anybody. like he removed it from his catalog for a reason, <laughs> so, so that you know, 
Like, I don't know. All right, all right. I'm not, I'm not going to play it, but I'm going to read the lyrics just to show you yeah. how homophobic the song itself yeah, was. It's, it, I heard it in a club before. I heard it in a club like a few months ago. I was like, we didn't need to resuscitate this damn song yeah, from 92. Right? That's when it came out, 1992? 1992. Oh, it's completely different times now. So it just feels like, it just feels yeah. personal when you play it. Like, yeah, all right. So I'm not, I'm not going to play it mm-hmm. in, the, in the interest of making our sponsors happy. <laughs> Um, but I'm gonna read some of the lyrics, and um, I'm gonna. It's in it's in patois, it's in Jamaican patois. Okay. But I'm gonna read it as American as possible. <laughs> All right. Boring. Um, world is in trouble. Anytime Buju Bantan come, Bati boy get up and run. At gunshot, me head back. Here I tell him now crew. Boom bye bye in a Bati boy head. Rude boy no promote no nasty man. Damn Hafi dead. Boom bye bye in a Bati boy head. Rude boy, no promote, no nasty mind, damn half he dead. He was he was calling death upon right. what is a nasty man to and and he's obviously talking about people uh, who are gay. Yes. Um and the song the song was extremely homophobic. It really was. I remember and times the beat in high went school. Hard. Yeah, the So beat I, you was know, crazy. I didn't really know exactly what was going on at first. I remember being like, oh, you know. And of course, even when I knew what 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 it what it meant, you yeah. know, I was, you know, young and ignorant, so I didn't really think into it to be honest. Um at the time I didn't even know anyone who was gay, so I was just like, yeah. mm. I didn't internalize it as I'm going to go shoot a gay person, but that's exactly what the message that it's. Yeah. That's the direct message that it says. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, we don't. We didn't need. We don't need this. It's extremely homo. Look at this: two men hitch up and rub up on and lay down in a bed, hug up on another, and a fill up like send Fidi Matic and the Uzi instead. Damn. Shoot them, no come if we shot them. This is just like you know. This makes now that you're bringing up the lyrics, this really begs the question of like, I just don't really be like in my own personal time. We thinking about what another nigga's doing in his bed. I, really, I don't. Yeah, I really don't. And care. so I couldn't imagine like sitting down to write a whole song <laughs> about what another young man or another young lady is doing in their bedroom. So this, to me, usually when people go this hard against someone, it's usually because they're hiding something in them. You know what I mean? That's Could usually you imagine? the situation. Could you imagine? Like, this is very like this is crazy. Like, Could you imagine now, someone's sexuality upsetting you so much? I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine like. I hate when people like are clocking me in, in, in general. Yeah. So I just couldn't imagine that like me minding my business. Something that has nothing to do with you. By some nigga like and just living my best gay ass life. <laughs> that somebody is in the fucking shadows. Like You're like, damn, look at this. Mm-hmm. I want to Let me write this hit. Like, exactly. yo, I just want to write a song about this. Let me send a Uzi thing. instead of dick. Like nigga, you know how good dick is. You be giving it to girls every day. So why why does it fucking perplex you that this nigga <laughs> wanted to? To be honest, like... Let's oh, keep it man. real. Addy back on rare form. Okay. Look at that. All right. Two weeks did you good. But I'm gonna give him I'm gonna shout him out though, because honestly, I do I appreciate growth and I know in this yeah, cancel culture absolutely. society yep. that we live in. You don't let nobody not grow. Allowed, right, like, you're right. not allowed to like become a better person and you're supposed to be awful and homophobic or racist forever. And there's no way that you can actually learn things and and you know, stand by um, because there's a lot of people who would never who wouldn't who wouldn't remove that and be like, yeah. oh, no, this is what it is. This yeah. is this is my this is my you know and I, I I wasn't calling for him to remove it no. because I feel like you know that was something you put out is what you put out. But mm-hmm. the fact that he made the effort to take you know to remove yeah, it, particularly in yeah. dancehall Jamaican culture, where like homophobia is still very high in in, in that space. And yep. I have friends who are Jamaican who won't go back home because of that. So oh, you know, because they're because they're of the homophobia, gay. yeah, like they won't even go back home because they're afraid. Yeah. They fear for their life. So like right. that Dang. is a really good move in the right direction. Like and. It'll take 
more steps, but like that's a good first step, you know. So I appreciate it. I respect it. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's that's dope, man. For him to to realize that he can't be out here making that kind of music no more. Shout mm-hmm. out, shout out to you, Bougie Bonton. Hey, um, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, she out here giving a platform to the up and coming comedians out here. Mm-hmm. So she, yeah, so she got a. Um, I think she got an H. Either HBO or Showtime. Let me make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has a, a special in the works called They Ready that yeah. she's producing with uh, Wanda Sykes. Ah, and, yeah. yeah. Nice, and so basically nice. it's going to, um, I think it's going to follow like six comedians competing to be like the best stand-up comedian. Yeah. And it's called They Ready. You know, her like tagline is She Ready. So it's like They Ready. They got six of the best like comedians who are up and coming that need a platform to showcase what they can do yeah. so I'm sure it's gonna be like a series of competitions kind mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. every week where you know we see how they progress and they see how the audience like how the audience receives them and um, and then I'm sure by the end there'll be like a winner or of some sort so oh is that is that the kind of thing it's gonna be like a competition series uh, yeah, type of the, thing yeah 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 oh, okay okay mm-hmm. well that's dope man yeah. for her to, to use her platform to, yeah. to give a platform to others mm-hmm. and that's what I'm all about it's about giving people platforms even though they don't always uh, appreciate it. But, uh, you know, uh, that's what I'm all about. And, and anyone who uses their platform to give an opportunity to others yes. is, is always dope in my book. So shout out to you, Tiffany mm-hmm, Haddish. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, man. And, oh, okay. Can I just read? I just read that it's um, six of her favorite comedians that oh, she okay, knows. Oh, okay. Okay, nice. That, yeah, that like just don't have that platform. So she's introducing them through this platform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people have been very harsh on Tiffany Haddish. You know, they've kind of like... People have been very harsh towards her. They've been very harsh towards Kevin Hart, basically saying that they're not funny because, you know, white people tend to receive their brand of comedy more so than, you know, other black comedians who are more raw, who are a little bit more like, you know, um, black, more so black focused comedians. And um, and I think that Tiffany Haddish recently did a special that bombed. She admitted that it bombed. And um, oh, yeah, I talked. And, I talked about it here on the show. Mm-hmm. The New Year's, the show she did on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I and mean, you know, people want to bury you when you make one mistake. And yeah. think about it. All artists go through those moments where like things are, just don't work out. You know, yeah. and especially when people have a target on your back. Like I just want her to keep her head up because whatever she did to get to where she is, you know, she need to remember that and stay and stay the course because yeah. there's always going to be somebody who has something to say. There's always going to be haters. There's always going to be some people where it's not good enough for them and then that's just not your audience and then right. that's just like and you just gotta keep it moving yeah gotta keep pretty it moving. much but shout out to her man doing mm. doing the damn thing hey. uh, you know giving a platform to the up and coming comedians that's what's up um, but that's our shout out segment uh, you ready to take the first break of the show oh man yeah. I know that happened quickly right <laughs> it just flies by yo you're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world Ben Lewis hey, Addy the baddie the best I baddie the best I baddie Addy the bitch you wish you had Alright that's, that's, that's enough That's enough um, But check this out Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization Whose mission is to provide a free and open platform To our community and promote media literacy, education and free expression We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you To help support our mission We invite you to make a one-time donation Or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org Slash donate Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air so please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Uh, we will take our first break of the show. And when we come back, we're going to get into our trending topics. A lot going on in, in the culture, Addy. 
word. There and really we, is. We, we gonna get we gonna get into it. All but right. coming up now is Why by Evio Nine Loso. You're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Feel me? Sometimes I feel like the only time I can get shit off my chest is when I'm in the booth. Yeah, even now forever. Yeah, I'm on a mission and get to the chicken. I'm sick of the bitch and I'm sick of the trip. And you told me you love me, I shouldn't have listened. Cause now I feel stupid. Yeah, you got me twisted. I should have never put no trust in you. Should've never fucked with you But that ain't a loss, it's a lesson And every little lesson gonna turn to a blessing uh, You played with the wrong nigga heart I was really down to get you off from the start How you turn your back on a nigga that was down for whatever Really down for whenever, get you fucked up Feel like Emma, girl, you really got me trust fucked When you see me doing good, you gonna be locked up For the junk, you should've told me what's up For the junk, you should've told me what's up Throwing dirt on my name, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck shame, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck Sean, bitch, you really had me like fuck going on Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck KD Never in my life did I think you would play me Talk about shit, he ain't get up in the race. Why the fuck is videos of you up in the no lager, you really did me dirty And when you lied by Mike, really hurt me I was sitting in the crib all day Why you letting niggas get up in the ribs all day? But should've known from jump Everybody said you was a hoe from jump and that's why I fucked up Thinking I could change you Talking about you only played me So I don't play you Bitch, stop capping You know you ain't shit Talking about before me You ain't suck dick Every time I hit the fucking block Niggas send for you I'm the only one that ever was a friend of you I'm the only one that ever really ride for you I'm the only one that ever made time for you And when you called me Knew that I was sliding through I gave you everything And I'm the one you lying to All I wanted was to judge together Could've made it out the hood Being good forever Stack money and just stay Hollywood together. But God showed me that we was never good together I ain't mad cause you fuck these niggas Or you suck these niggas But you lie, have me finna go bust these niggas And you fuck these niggas And you suck these niggas I be feeling real stupid trying to bust these niggas I'm on a mission and get to the chicken I'm sick of the bitch and I'm sick of the trip And you told me you love me I shouldn't have listened Cause now I feel stupid Yeah, you got me twisted I should've never put no trust in you Should've never fucked with you But that ain't a loss, it's a lesson And every little lesson gonna turn to a blessing uh, You played with the wrong nigga heart I was really down to get you off from the start How you turn your back on a nigga that was down for whatever Really down for whenever, get you fucked up Feel like Emma, girl, you really got me trust fucked When you see me doing good, you gonna be locked up For the junkie, you should've told me what's up For the junkie, you should've told me what's up Throwing dirt on my name, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck Shane, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck Sean, bitch, you really had me like fuck going on Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck KD Never yeah. in my life did I think you would play me Talk about shit, he ain't get up in the race Why the fuck is videos you yeah. this crib? All the pressure ain't me for it to land on you And I swear I never meant to put my hands on you Told you all I wanna do is blow bands on you 24k carries diamonds dance on you Try to fall back and put the fucking pants on you Now I get a bad feeling when I glance on you All my niggas told me not to take a chance on you Now I really got a ball like Lance on you Had a lot of options, it's funny how I chose you You was just a lesson from God that I know too Loud and you're dead, but I guess that's what hoes do If I really wanted to, you know I could expose you I used to love you, so I'm a TP I'ma level up and get a couple VVs And that six old nigga who you left me for Probably told him we never had sex before Cause that's just what you do Lie through your teeth, lie through the west And you lie through the east, lie through the north and you lie to the south, lie to your pussy and you lie to your mouth. So your new nigga, he was feeling for the cloud. I'm on the road to the riches, we ain't on the same route. I'ma be number one, cause they counting me out. I don't see too many niggas really doubting me now. I'm on a mission and get to the chicken. I'm sick of the bitch and I'm sick of the trip. And you told me you love me, I shouldn't have listened, cause now I feel stupid. Yeah, you got me twisted, I should've never put no trust in you. Should've never fucked with you But that ain't a loss, it's a lesson And every little lesson gonna turn to a blessing uh, You played with the wrong nigga heart I was really down to get you off from the start How you turn your back on a nigga that was down for whatever Really down for whenever, get you fucked up Feel like Emma, girl, you really got me trust fucked When you see me doing good, you gonna be locked up For the junkie, you should've told me what's up For the junkie, you should've told me what's up Throwing dirt on my name, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck Shane, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck Sean, bitch, you really had me like fuck going on Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck KD Never in my life did I think you would play me Talk about shit, he ain't get up in the race Why the fuck is videos of you in this crib? Yeah. Lester. Lester. Uh. 
pockets light with a couple bands. Light work, but I never scan. Need it loud, I might roll a grand. Stay fly like I'm Peter Pan. Pockets light with a couple bands. Light work, but I never scan. Need it loud, I might roll a grand. Stay fly like I'm Peter Pan. Boy, I've been fly like I'm Peter. All fight is marked on the sneaker. Loud packet boom like a speaker. Strings on the line like a creature. Swiping the box with a visa. Spooky niggas, fake ops. Slow the cadence, take shots. Catch my wave and save dots. Fronto from the same ox. Serving that Chinese that's straight off the docks. Get in the bands, light work. Hustlers, they know how that night works. Catch me a hater in sight first. My 40 gon' let off a light jerk. Smoking on a Russian cream. Got me feeling like I'm Peter. Yankee fitted and I play the field. Got me feeling like I'm Jeter. Mangelo's on the sneaker. Family guy, but I ain't Peter. Shorty native, she a chiefer. Numbers printing on the visa. Pieces worth the Mona Lisa. Strange looking like a creature. Loud knocking like a speaker. Move a pound and then I re Pockets light with a couple bands. Light work, but I never scan. Need it loud, I might roll a grand. Stay fly like I'm Peter Pan. Pockets light with a couple bands. Light work, but I never scan. Need it loud, I might roll a grand. Stay fly like I'm Peter Pan. For now, I'm call me the topic. If you need it, you know that I got it. Y'all pussy niggas withdraw from the battle while me and my niggas be making deposits. Please don't make me have to go in my closet. I tell that bitch that I'm too good for a stylist. All of my niggas gon' go for me. They let it blow for me. Treat me like Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, tell them I'm fuck shit illiterate. I was just being consistent. Now, now I'm gon' get on the ground, make it hit every time and show y'all what committed is. Clouded up the way Nimbus is. Yeah. From New York, so I stomp your ass out with some Timberlands. From the style like Lil' Kim and them. What? But I rep the dark side of them, which you boys better win. win. In the streets, I'm a veteran. Streets, I'm a vet. Let me just drop a jewel out the safe. Yeah. Be in the game, they ain't about the niggas you gon' spray. It's about putting food on the plate. Oh, y'all be doing this post and trying to hit a case. Until you get hit with the case. I don't give a fuck about what you getting finna say. Watch how you fixing your face. Wait, niggas said they don't like light. I don't fuck with them, no way. No way. Shorty found out I ain't got the strength. Ben, I still made a old Buy adios over. Tell your man you on your way. Every pocket got a couple bands. Tell him make it clap like a couple hands. Pockets light with a couple bands. Light work, but I never scan. Need it loud, I might roll a grand. Stay fly like I'm Peter Pan. Pockets light with a couple bands. Light work, but I never scan. Need it loud, I might roll a grand. Stay fly like I'm Peter Pan. Yeah. 
I see niggas try to use me just to see where it can go If I copy off the picture, you should get the picture, bro I just move, my niggas moving, I can't switch up on the bros I stay loyal, I stay humble, I be sticking to the code Yeah, I be sticking to the G-Code I'm ballin' hard with my niggas without the G-Codes AP and Rollies, them trophies, we goin' be small Life on the line with my niggas, we at the free throw Yeah, we at the free throw Bitch, you say steep Bro, with shooters in them tips, they never empty Stay 100 and you always keep it 50 Keep this 40 just in case a nigga tip me I can't wait till mama see me on that big screen Swing that 30 in my neck and for my wrist piece I got straight to the bag and made it up to 16 Twitter guard niggas can't stop me for my blessing Yeah I know they miss me We won't walk back in this spots, that shit too mixy And they be trying to lock me down, but I'm too shifty You know I used to fill your cup up when it's empty Now you can miss me I know she thinking I'm in love, but I just crush a lot I beat it down, she say she love it when I hit the spot When I was down bad in them trenches, thought you was my rock Now you be missing with them snakes, I gotta keep a Glock Bitch, you say sleep Roll with shooters and them tips ain't never empty Stay 100 and you always kept it 50 Keep this 40 just in case a nigga tip me I can't wait till mama see me on that big screen. Swing like 30 in my neck and for my wrist piece. I got straight to the bag and made it up to 16. Swear to God, niggas can't stop me from my blessing. Yes, we are back here live on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis. Hey, hey. Addie, the best I baddie. You already know. Or whatever she's calling herself these days. Um, We are here live in studio, Radio Free Brooklyn, Ben Talks. Uh, We're about to get into our trending topics. You ready, mm-hmm. Addie? Let's do it. You ready to get into these trending topics? Let's do it. All the mixy stuff going on in, in Let's the culture. Let's do it. Let's start off with my man, Jesse Smollett. Oh, okay. God damn, God damn. My guy. I mean, talk about lucky. Talk about rich people beating a charge. Yes. Now, this is interesting. This is very interesting. Now, all criminal charges against Empire actor Jesse Smollett Mm -hmm. have been dropped. Correct. And his record has been wiped clean. Crystal clear. His attorney said Tuesday in a statement, a judge also granted a motion to seal the case. Wow. The Cook County State's uh, Attorney's Office called the development a just disposition and appropriate resolution to this case, although it wasn't clear what prompted the move to drop the charges. Mm-hmm. Less than two weeks ago, Smollett pleaded not guilty to 16 counts of disorderly conduct. Which for, was unnecessary. For allegedly lying to police about a hate crime. Smollett has insisted that he is innocent and said Tuesday he has been truthful and consistent since the beginning. Um, Smollett's attorney Dina Glandian and Patricia Brown Holmes issued the following statement Tuesday. Today, all criminal charges against Jesse Smollett were dropped and his record has been wiped clean of the filing of this tragic complaint against him. Jesse was attacked by two people he was unable to identify on January 29th. He is a victim who was vilified and made to appear as a perpetrator as a result of false and inappropriate remarks made to the public causing an inappropriate rush to judgment. Jesse and many others were hurt by these unfair and unwarranted actions. This entire situation is a reminder that there should never be an attempt 
to prove a case in the court of public opinion. That is wrong. It is a reminder that a victim, in this case, Jesse, deserves dignity and respect. Dismissal of charges against the victim in this case was only just result. Jesse has is relieved to have this situation behind him and is very much looking forward to getting back to focusing on his family, friends, and career. Okay. Well, okay, so number one, I don't believe he should have ever been charged for 16 felonies. I right. thought that that was... Even though, yeah, we laughed about the, this nigga was lying and da 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 Definitely lied. But Definitely lied. there was no reason why this man should be put in prison for this I think I think I think when you When you do something like this Or when you put together It's embarrassing enough To me that is the consequence Like that Right exactly You know the la- You become the laughing stock So Yeah let's As far do- as punishment goes I, I don't feel like 16 felonies Was ever appropriate um, To begin with So I I anticipated Most of that being dropped To yeah. be honest Right but me too For everything to be dropped And then for his record To be wiped clean Without explanation Yeah It seems weird That's a little um, strange I never thought mm-hmm. he I never thought he should've Went to jail Yeah I don't think he should've Went to jail I thought maybe a slap On the wrist mm-hmm. Community service community Maybe a little service. bit of probation You know he could've done Some speeches for some kids Yeah exactly Like I thought that's what sh- The punishment should've been mm-hmm. But it is It is Quite puzzling That mm-hmm. Not only were the charges dropped but his record wiped clean. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And so here's what I think. I have a couple of ideas. So he runs in a lot of political activist circles. Mm-hmm. Particularly, he's he's in Chicago. He's in that. So he, he imagine how much he, information he has on Chicago law enforcement, Chicago, you know, Chicago prosecutors, Chicago. Like, yeah. Because he runs some, in. You think his, some blackmailing went on? Oh. I mean, some leveraging. Oh no, we could call it leveraging. Okay, because if you if you run in these circles, then you know the types of shit that, especially Chicago corrupt ass PD. Yeah. So. Oh man. Think about how easy it was for I, I I imagine that when he presented what he had, that he was like, "All right, go ahead, give me them felonies." But here's mm-hmm. what I'm here's what I'm willing and ready to to show and document for yeah. you. That's oh, one thing man. that I think. The second thing that I think is that I'm upset because. Trump issued uh, or ordered the FBI to investigate the why he was the case was dismissed. Right. And I'm just like, there's in this same past week, Antoine Rose's killer just got exactly his case dismissed or he was found not guilty. Uh-huh. This, you know, uh, the, the black there was a black lady who was killed in Georgia at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. They just ruled that case closed. You that know, was so, um that was the uh, Amber Evans was that was no that, that was? no okay. no 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 not Amber Evans this other um I forgot her name okay. escaped me but um she was the woman the black woman who went to the sleepover right with those white folks in the most racist county in Georgia in fact was even documented in on Oprah a few years ago as like all the people from this community having real racist ass ties to white nationalist organizations and not wanting black people to be or any person of color to be in their neighborhood at all you know now she just magically dies without explanation and then now now they're saying that there's you know that the case is closed so to me this is just it's it's foolish that he would issue an investigation I don't care let him leave him alone leave him alone he was able to get away with it just as white people are able to get away with a whole bunch of shit Facts. every day. Facts. He didn't kill nobody. You know, he embarrassed himself. That's but he it. He didn't kill That's nobody. It. It's going to be he hard for him to get to work. Yeah, exactly. He didn't do shit to me. He didn't do shit to you. He didn't do shit to nobody. But 
to make an example out of him when there's people who've actually murdered people. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just disgusting. So fuck Trump again. Yeah, just I know. In case that now, wasn't clear. Like uh, again, I never, I never wanted him to go to jail. Um, I didn't think jail was necessary. And is this a little bit of him having privilege because he has money? Perhaps. Because he was someone of he's someone who's famous. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I'm in favor of a black man beating the system every mm-hmm. now and then. Okay? Me too. Especially when he know he didn't rape or kill anybody. Right, exactly. Like then I'm like, okay. You, you pay you pay you pay two Nigerian dudes to whoop your own ass. You know? Basically, I mean, you already you ain't, lost. You ain't need like, to, yeah, you ain't need to go to jail for that. No. You so you know, people the punishment might punishment was in the crime. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you might have your issues with that. Fine, but at the end of the day, I don't think he should have went to jail. No. And I guess having all the charges dropped and your record wiped clean is better than having community service or whatever the mm-hmm, case is. So, mm-hmm. hey, Jesse, you lucked up. Yeah. And uh, don't do nothing stupid again. Right. Okay. And, and this has all made me become Team Jesse, even though I know this nigga lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't, don't even care because it's beyond him now. Don't write now no like, book. Don't try to make no example of this nigga. Yeah. Because, you you know, when, when there's real criminals out here really killing people, really killing human beings, you know. Guys. At the end of the day, he was trying to he he in his <laughs> sordid way was trying to make a point, and I don't think that was the way he should have gone about it. Um, but clearly, with Donald Trump's move, he's proving kind of that point if that he, like white people can just get away with doing whatever the fuck they yeah. want to do, and um, and you know, and and I believe that. I, I just don't. I just don't believe the FBI should be dedicating any time to Jesse Smollett. Yeah, I just really don't believe not. that. No, to be honest. And no. like, sure, as a black person, I might be biased and da da da. But I just really just don't believe. I just don't. I just I I cannot. And I I, I would not. I would never allocate resources to dealing with that. I'm over it. I think yeah. we're all over it. Yeah, no I'm over cares. it too. Like I don't care if it comes out next week that. He was actually mm-hmm. set up, and I, like I don't care about the story at this point. We all point. know what it was. Like, yeah, we all know it, what it it's, is. It's much too messy, and there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch to keep up with. But again, I'm in favor of any black man beating the system at any point in time. So shout out to you, as Justice Smollett. You know, and, uh, don't write, don't come out with no books talking about. Well, if I set myself up, this is how I would do it. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't be OJ. Yeah, don't, po- don't, OJ don't be OJ post trial. Right. How about? <laughs> Did How you see that? the firmness in his walk? He was. <laughs> <laughs> they said he was like Annalise Keating. Annalise Keating from How to Get Away with Murder. You know Viola Davis' character. Yes, yes. He was doing oh a Viola Davis God. walk. Oh man, He's walking he, firmly yo, through the court. Talk about a lucky ass Negro. Look. <laughs> I, I, can't right. even, I can't even be And this is just fucked up That we live in this world Because I can't even be mad at that I can't even be mad at this I, It's fucked up that we live in a country Where it's just like Regardless of what you did or not Or you didn't do I am actually very happy To see him get, like, get away yeah. with it Yeah I am Me too Now someone who yeah. people don't want To get away with uh, murder Okay It's Cardi B mm-hmm. Now Cardi B uh, Who's Tends to be emotional when she gets on social media. Mm-hmm. Who tends to want to respond to every single person who says whatever to her. Um, she just loves her fans, I guess. But party uh, <laughs> gang, you know she she had she went on a rant, and this was three years ago. This rant was three years ago. Um, but I'm I'm gonna play a clip from it. But here's Cardi B um, admitting to some some crimes from from back in the day. Cause I don't get it myself. Niggas must have forgot my nigga 
Mm. Well, mm-hmm. Cardi B, Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. Okay. Well, you got to wait for the statute of limitations, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Seven years, I think it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she admitted on camera on the live. This was mm-hmm. three years ago, mind you, that she used to drug and rob dudes mm-hmm. who were solicitating prostitution. Right, criminals. Now, yeah, <laughs> pr- prostitution itself is illegal right. in These New York City. So she her. so she was wrong. She and was then wrong. and then the guys I mean, who were willing, wrong. Uh, um, they were wrong. The guys who were willing, they both were wrong. <laughs> you know, and um, this this kind of brings up a bigger conversation of the double standards that exist in society because let's say it is someone like i don't know kodak black who's had his issues with women and particularly related to sexual assault right who said you know what back in the day when i was hustling when i was trying to come up i used to drug and rob women i'm pretty sure a case an investigation would have been launched immediately mm. on Kodak Black. And I'm sure soon after this live went up, several women would have come forward and said that, yes, they were drugged and robbed mm-hmm. by Kodak Black. But because it is Cardi B, because women out there absolutely love Cardi B and yeah, we do. every ratchet thing that she stands yep. for, yep. people saw no fault in this admission of guilt that she put on her social media and the very breakfast club who's supposed to be biased when it comes to news and reporting stuff they clearly took cardi b's side claiming that she's a great person and that people are overreacting about this and we need to allow people to grow and move on and this that and the third we all know that they're in her back pocket for sure so we know that but i want to know your thoughts on those comments addy and is this the is this showing the double standard that is that exists in society? Okay, so yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. Like there's certainly a double standard because I know that immediately when I heard this news, I had to. I was I immediately in my mind I, I had to. I, I am biased. I am biased in favor of Cardi B mm-hmm. because you know to me she's a hustler. I can respect it. Uh-huh. I see she she did what she had to do to get to where she is. Just as many niggas do, you know, they be talking about they be killing, they've been killing this person, right, and, selling drugs, you know, shooting, and then, right, exactly, basically poisoning the community in order to get where they need to be, um, and we feel sorry for them, right? We, we approach them with like, oh, he did what he had to do in order to to make it. Um, yeah, with Cardi B, you know, the issue here is like, I almost wish that she just said she robbed him because I think yeah. people would have resonated with that a little more. Still wrong, but I think. The whole drugging thing, especially in the context of the Cardi, um, the Bill Cosby era, um, yeah, you know, absolutely. with the whole yeah. Quaalude situation, I think the idea of drugging somebody and removing their agency from the situation just makes things feel a little bit more uh, aggressive or a little bit more uh, tainted than just the average. Oh, I just shot somebody. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Like, I just shot somebody because I had to. Um, and so, and I thought about that as far as like, if a dude said, oh, well, you know, I did what I had to do, I had to, you know, basically drug some girls to get some money. It would sound crazy and they would be canceled. They would be. And I, yeah. and I, and I wouldn't probably even give it much of a second thought mm-hmm. to be like, that person probably did change if they were capable of doing this to a woman then, you know. Um, so I have to admit that I'm just biased in the situation. 
because I do believe she did what she had to do in order to make it. Right. I don't believe it was right. I don't no, believe No, not that. right at all. Um, And so, you know, I'm not going to participate in the Cardi B slander. Mm-hmm. But for those so, who so feel So you haven't strongly, been keeping up with the memes or anything like that? Surviving no. Cardi, the hashtag surviving Cardi B no, that's been trending on Twitter. I'm not, I'm not really putting too much energy into that, and maybe that, and maybe I'm wrong. And somebody want to uh-huh. call me out on it, I'll, I'll accept that. But you know, people, people who are, people are going to feel how they want to feel, and I can't also, I can't also be mad at them for feeling how they want to feel about it because it is a double standard. So it's just because I know that for a fact, like you said, if uh, Kodak Black said, "Hey, drugged a few girls to come up." You know, I would oh, be looking yeah. at him like, damn, you probably still doing that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't believe Cardi, I really don't believe Cardi B is still doing anything like that. She's mm-hmm. married, she's a kid, like, you know, she she did what she had to do. But I wonder if we would ex- extend that same level of grace to a dude who said that. And I don't believe that is true. So this is where my uh, double standard and bias is exposed here. So I'm, I'm not even afraid to admit that. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's definitely a bad look for Cardi. If if I'm gonna give like, if there's one thing I would say is for her exact, especially for her, is like she one of the things that she consistently goes off about on social media mm-hmm. is people questioning the amount of work that she's put in for her music. Mm-hmm. And you know, anybody who is making music, they understand how much of a grind it is. Like, you understand how much of a grind it is. Yes. Like, you know how hard it is to consistently write songs and go to the studio and put hours in. Like, we mm-hmm. all, like, I would say for her to ignore the people who saying that she's not working hard. Because mm-hmm. clearly, to make it to any level of accomplishment mm-hmm. in the music industry, you have to be grinding. Especially you have to be working hard. Right, exactly. Where people don't take you seriously. Because people were like trying to make her story of her being this light skinned woman who was able to get away with, you know, being ghetto and being Latina and getting away with it. Right. As if that was the, like, you know, that was what pushed her up. But like, people didn't take her seriously because she was a, a reality star. Right. There's no reality stars because that are can't... breaking out into becoming artists. There's, exactly. There's artists who've gone on reality shows who've used that to like become more relevant, like um, mm-hmm. K. Michelle. And whatnot, but like no one was a breakout star like her from a reality show because no one takes reality shows seriously. So exactly. yeah, there's a bunch of factors that f- factor into her identity. But you know, f- to say she doesn't, she didn't work hard to get where she is yeah. is crazy. So that's why I think it, it is crazy that she still entertains so much of right. it. Exactly, this I don't is like think she should. It's like she knows she worked hard. Like mm-hmm. anyone who's an artist knows that you have to put in work yeah. to get. Any level of recognition. Right. But, you but, know, social media can be really tough. That's true. That's you know, true. And she lets social media really... get to... I mean, again, she's yeah. she's 24 or 25 at this point. 26. So no, she's yeah. still... She's 26? Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's still, like, really, I still guess, young. young. Yeah, mm-hmm. still, still young, young. and, and, and kind of learning that social media is not your friend. And mm-hmm. people will go on those things and say whatever they want to say. Yep. And it is all up to you to be the person to not take that into consideration and not let yourself be emotional about it because that was an emotional rant. Mm-hmm. She, she started crying at towards the end of that Wait. video because oh, yeah, oh was be- that from 2016 yeah it's oh like, you're speaking on 2016 Cardi yeah cause she's like she started crying at the end of that video cause it's like oh people tell me I'm not working hard or whatever but it's like yo what I do have a problem with mm-hmm. is that she signed to Atlantic Atlantic is a machine right now in the hip hop game period and so for you to act like okay yeah you you worked hard but acknowledge the fact that there's a machine behind you and that they're getting your music into certain radio stations that independent artists or someone who's not signed mm-hmm. to a label as big as Atlantic has the like they're giving you opportunities that other mm-hmm. people aren't getting 
Yeah, and I, but I, I do know also that her contract, like, cause she, she could have, she could have also been successful without a label. Now, would she have been as successful no, without a label? Not, no, no, and and obviously she knows that because she decided to sign onto a label. Right, exactly. So she knows that what the benefits of of that are in that like. The same hustle that you know, as an independent artist, you're you're your you're your marketing, you are your sales, you are your you are your analyst. You are doing all of that work right. that you can then parlay that to people who are not only no not only know how to do it, but have systems and around how to do it effectively and have years of data as to how to do that even more effectively than the average person. So, you know, I would just say that you know. Yeah, I'm not. I would never take away her hard work or whatever. So I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm personally not as like pressed about her acknowledging Atlantic for mm-hmm. the work that she's done because Atlantic would not have invested in her. Yeah, they didn't think had, that had she they was. not. Because at this point, record labels they don't do artist development anymore. No, no. So they basically not at all. look. They go on. They go online. I and, just had this mm-hmm. conversation on Tuesday mm-hmm. with the with the artists I had up here. Like yep. record labels are not, doing, not artist doing artist development. development. They want to go online. Stuff. See that? Yep. Oh, you got a million followers. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we'll give you a deal. Exactly, and it, and it's at least we're not we're not even looking at you without a hundred k. Right. So you gotta have a personality. You gotta be, do whatever whatever milkshake you selling or whatever. Right. You, you better have that shit together. Exactly. And ready in advance so that people know um, what you're about. Because then the, that's when they'll come and catch you. They're not in the business of anticipating a wave or a move, which you know. I get now because the way that the record labels are set up, they're not making that much money anymore. Right. So they have to just make smarter decisions. Mm-hmm. And um, they don't have time to kind of sign an artist mm-hmm. and say, we'll put you out in a year. Mm-hmm. We're going to develop you, teach you how to sing or teach you how to rap, right. whatever the case they is. They don't have the cash flow anymore. They don't have that anymore. So they mm-hmm. need to sign people no who more. are established, mm-hmm. who already has a big draw. 360 and, deals are not popping that much anymore. Right. So they can't just, you know, enslave somebody and just use that as capital. Yeah, to fund but the other artists. There's definitely a, a, a double standard involved in this conversation because had a man yes, come out and say yes. that he was robbing and, and and he was drugging and robbing women, it would be a problem. We damn near canceled yeah. Rick Ross because he said put a Molly all in her uh, a drink she and she didn't even know, know it. it. Like we damn near canceled yeah. Rick Ross over that. I did. So <laughs> I mean, there's I definitely a double standard. That. And so yeah, I, again, I don't know if you know. I don't think a police investigation is warranted here, mm-hmm. but. She needs to be held accountable for for what she used to do. Just like people have problems with certain artists who used to sell drugs to their community, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like you was out here prostituting, which is illegal, and then um, I mean it is illegal. I mean, but it's not hurting nobody. So I don't. I really, no, it's not. It's not hurting nobody. But, but um, it's not hurting anybody. But I can't even consider prostitution illegal. In my she, opinion. she admitted to two crimes. The drugging thing is where I'm really hung, hung up on. Is yeah, the drugging she, she admitted and to two robbing. crimes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but prostitution, I wouldn't. I mean, get. Hey, she, she. It's not a street crime. <laughs> <laughs> selling, selling pussy is not a street nah, crime. All nah. right, all right. So, um, we're gonna move on here now. Uh, Donald Trump is a happy camper. Oh, what, what do you do? Well, the collusion, the, the Mueller report came out, mm-hmm. and it turns out that all collusion, mm-hmm. there's been no collusion proved in that whole entire report. For two years. For two years. They really wasted the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So charge collusion charges dropped mm-hmm. against Donald Trump, and and on top of that, the Pentagon has approved a billion dollar funding mm-hmm. towards the wall. This is a good week for Donald Trump. An extremely good week for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And if you saw the uh, town hall with uh, Cory Booker last night, 
I watched it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't think there's I don't I don't think there's any strong Democrat uh, candidates to go against Trump in 2020. I don't. And so yeah, I mean, Joe Biden is one that they say may come out. I don't think he's announced yet. What's he waiting for? Maybe there's some leverage there with like waiting a little bit. I guess, but but the Democrats have everybody and their mamas running right now. I do know that when he does come out, there's some skeletons in his closet that will be revealed. Oh, no. I think it has to do with, like... Because, like, here's the thing. Everybody wants their own personal president. Everybody wants their president who's been down for since, you know, the 80s. But everybody was fucked up in the 80s and the 90s. Everybody across the board, you know, like... Pretty much. You know, like, this whole whole thing about... um, This whole... Back then, the whole idea was that, like, there's gang members in the community... That are sabotaging the community, that are killing people, and that they were the target. So, like, this whole war on crimes, war on, like, it was like these black men in these communities are super predators, kind of like how Hillary Clinton said. That was the common narrative. So, people are going to be very upset when they realize that their faves were Mm -hmm. saying the same thing. That was the status quo. Now, there were very few people who spoke out against that. Now, I don't think that those people who spoke in that direction were necessarily bad people. They were seeing, like, these gang members shooting the community up. Yeah. So they were seeing, like, wow, this person is a problem. This person's a problem. Um, And I feel like... And I feel like because we have a lot more information now these days, we hold it against those people in the decision-making process of the past. But we weren't having these conversations. We were not aware of these things as as we are now. And And I'm not trying to say that these politicians were completely naive about... I'm sure they were educated, smart about what was yeah, going on. Yeah. Um, but there's certain conversations that happen to be status quo and status quo changes through over the decades. So I just hope that, you know, if Biden comes out and I know some shit's going to come out about him, I already know that I'm curious as to how we're going to maneuver. Because if we even hear anything as Democrats or whatever, we're so quick to be like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. We're not going to vote for him, and we're just going to allow Trump to be to come into presidency. Look, this is the the presidential election is not your personal fave into at the top, and I think people need to remove that from their mentality. This is not your design build build a president situation where you design exactly what you want in a president. Oh, he got natural hair, yeah, you know, right. he smoke a J from time <laughs> to time. It don't work like that. Like at this point, we got to make a decision about what is. Better than Donald Trump, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So, like that's what we need I, to do. Absolutely, and, and and I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> now, these charges being dropped against Trump, to me, like it's a scary thing to even think about. But I feel like he's he's gonna win in twenty twenty. I think so too. Even though my baby Kamala Harris, my foreign baby, not gonna win. You know what I'm saying, Kamala, you got my vote. Okay, and you can come. If to she ben. was up against Trump, she would have my vote. Kamala, you could you could come to Ben talks anytime. Okay. Please do. <laughs> Please do. It will make Ben's life. <laughs> it, it would. It would. My my foreign baddie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she got my vote. Okay. Oh my Hopefully she makes it out the primaries and uh she becomes the Democratic candidate. Um, but this this absolutely helps Trump for 2020. It does. Having these these charges dropped. And then the Pentagon approving the wall. And I said this mm-hmm. a long time ago in this program before you joined us. Or, or me, I should say. Um, but before you joined the, the, the show, I was saying, he's going to get his wall. He's going to get his wall. I kept saying that. He's going to get his wall. Mm-hmm. He's going to get it somehow, some way. He's going to get his wall. There's no way his presidency goes by nope. without him building a wall. And if he gets this wall built, or if it at least starts to be built, 
during his presidency, mm-hmm. he is going to win in 2020. Secure the bag. He's like he's he's gonna win in 2020 because the, vote. the people will come out if they came out in tenfold for for the 20 what is it 16 uh, uh election mm-hmm. they're gonna come out in 20 fold for the 2020 election mm-hmm. to have this man in for another four years it it's just politic politics 101 when you create a barrier a monument anything that your name can be synonymous with that is a physical structure yep that is a key political move. This man is playing chess, and yeah. everyone's underestimating him. Yep. Everyone's underestimating him. I promise you. Everybody's- and I have my ears peeled to the street because I have one one Republic Black Republican friend. So I like look at his news feed. We talk through messages, and like you know, he's I completely disagree with everything he says. <laughs> but um, but it would behoove me to know what his, what's really going on and. What I'm seeing on that end of things is that people are very happy with this man. And, right, you know, exactly. we live in our own bubble, in yeah. this liberal bubble about, like, how we feel and this nigga's not right and da-da-da. But he's firm about his fuck shit. He is deliberate and actually makes and actually makes moves on the things he says he's going to do, bad, good or bad. Yeah. Racist white people love to see that. Yep. Sexists love to see a man in charge. They like to see someone say they're going to do something and get it done. So I actually do believe that he has a very strong chance of winning. And I I don't wish it to be true, but it's beyond my wishing at this point. Right. It's, it's a damn shame. Mm-hmm. It's a damn shame. We're going to have to live with this man for another four years. We uh, sure are. <laughs> but uh, moving on. Um, so... Uh, not too long ago, and this is something that we covered on this show, um, was the murder of Antoine Rose, a young kid out of uh, Pittsburgh yes. who was gunned down by police, if I'm not mistaken, um, was in the backyard of his grandma's house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a former police officer in East Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, was acquitted Friday on all counts in connection with the shooting death of a black teenager who fled during a traffic stop last summer. The verdict in the death of Antoine Rose II came after a four-day trial in downtown Pittsburgh and less than four hours of jury deliberation. The city had been concerned about protests and had cordoned off streets around the massive, gothic Allegheny County Courthouse during the trial. A video that recorded the fatal shooting was widely viewed on the Internet and it led to days of protests in Pittsburgh and drew widespread attention as another example of the killing of an unarmed black man by a police officer. The officer, Michael Rossfield, who is white, obviously, mm-hmm. had been charged with homicide in the shooting death of Antoine, a 17-year-old African-American, on the night of June 19, 2018. Prosecutors charged Mr. Rossfield with an open count of homicide, meaning the jury could have convicted him of murder or manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, Antoine, who was unarmed, ran after Mr. Rossfield, pulled over the car. Uh, he was riding in with another teenager. The car, a Chevrolet Cruze, matched the description of one involved in a nearby drive-by shooting about 10 minutes earlier. Mr. Rossfield shot Antoine, a passenger, three times in his back, face, and elbow. A passenger? He was a passenger? No, um, Antoine, they're talking about Antoine, who was a passenger, mm-hmm. uh, three times in his back, face, and elbow. Prosecutor said Mr. Rossfield, who was 30, gave inconsistent statements about the shooting, hmm. including whether he thought Antoine had a gun. On Thursday, Mr. Rossfield testified in his own defense for 90 minutes. It happened very quickly, he said. My intent was to end a threat that was made against me. He hmm. said on the stand that he thought he saw one of the two teenagers who ran from the car point a gun at him. 
Don't he know thought. how you. I don't know how you point a gun at somebody if you're running. Yeah. Um. He said he did not know which teenager made the motion. This case had nothing to do with race. Wow. Quote unquote. Absolutely nothing to do with race. Patrick Thomasy, Mr. Rossville's lawyer, said after the verdict. And some people in this city have made it that way, and it's sad. Wow. Mike Rossville was doing his job. He did his job, and it had nothing to do with the color of anyone he was arresting. Well. Mm. Mr. Rossfield, there's a teenage, a black teenager who is dead because uh, maybe he got a little nervous and decided to run from the cops. And wow. I don't know about you, but I've watched an episode of Cops, mm-hmm. and I see white guys running from the police all the time. All the time. And not only do the police chase them for hours, for hours, <laughs> when they catch them, they only wrestle with them. Mm-hmm. Tussle with them, gun in hand, knife in hand. Right. And they're willing to put their life on a line. The line. To not kill a white perpetrator. And here is a teen. A 17-year-old. The boy look young, look younger than his age. Who the said, boy who said, I'm not sure if he pointed a gun at me. He was running. Mm-hmm. He got shot in the back. So he turned around and just in time to show you his gun. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine if I'm running for me to stop down and t- to stop and turn around and point a gun. People, this narrative of black people pointing guns at police officers right. is fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy. Now, of course, there are those individual psych crazies who would do that. Right, but you don't. Right. But that is certainly not a rule, and it's certainly not a commonality. I'm sh- because if you're black in this country, you understand what that actually means. You understand that that is suicide. So the only person who's going to do that is someone who's willing to die and ready to die. So this whole idea of like this person just being such a criminal that they would suspend all judgment about the reality of their life and their existence as a black person in relation to to any police officer mm-hmm. to turn around and point a gun at them. Like they're running because they want to live, so why would they yeah. go ahead and turn around and show and, and, right. and point a gun at a police officer? Where where does that add up? And it's not like he doesn't have enough evidence that pointing anything as as much as a cell phone at police officers won't end in death. Exactly, there's enough evidence. This happened in 2018. Right. It's not like it happened in 1967 or something like that. This happened in 2018. He knows. He was well aware of the other black people who were killed at uh, unarmed black people who were killed at the hands of police but he was running and he pointed a gun at you so you fared for your life and you you opened fire and shot a 17 year old shame and then you're walking away scot-free it's fucking shame a a damn shame it is a damn shame that that they continue to uh slap us in the face with this over Mm -hmm. and over Mm -hmm. And right. over but they want to bring again. they want to bring the FBI to investigate Jesse yeah, Smollett. Right. Oh, how how is he mm-hmm. after charges dropped? How about we investigate this police officer who clearly shot this dude, admitted that he shot this dude, but oh, he could get on the sand and say that he was scared mm-hmm. and so he gets off. Absolutely right. ridiculous. I just read the jury composition that it was 12 jury members, nine of them were white, oh, three of, of them were black. Of course. And now you're supposed to have a jury of your peers. Right. So technically because the guy is white. He would have a jury of, you of know, white majority folks. white fe- white people. <sighs> but I don't know. I just couldn't imagine being a black person in the jury and fucking like they they wouldn't choose me for the jury though. To be honest, no, they would I'll, certainly I'll, yeah. not because <laughs> I would be like, we just gonna stay here forever. Yeah, if we need to deliberate for a year, right? I put all of my affairs aside. Right, exactly. Like I'm this calling people like, hey, jail. I'm trying to lock this white man up, mm-hmm. so uh, we're gonna have to cancel our plans. Yeah, but you know. 
because this is such a racially charged case, I don't know. I don't know if the j- composition even makes that much sense. You know, I, I think the composition should have been a little bit. They should have brought in some other people from some other races. You know what I mean? That not to say that they have completely objective opinions, but there's so many white people who don't want to believe they're racist that right. they'll understand his story. That like, oh, this has nothing to do with race. Oh yeah, this isn't about race. This has nothing. To do he was scared with, he was of a scared. black man. You know, he thought he saw a gun and, you know, he had to Jeez. do what he had to do. Uh-huh. So, you know, you, you get yeah. a lot of that. And that's why I kind of, I'm kind of thinking that maybe the, the composition should have looked a little different than just nine white people, three black people. There's other people in the world besides yeah. white and black people. Um, right. But, you know, people really came through on the streets of Pittsburgh to um, rally in support of um, Antoine Rose. Yeah, man, it's a sad case. And I, I, again, I don't know how many how many more times we're going to mm-hmm. have to see something like this, man. Rest in peace. Seriously, and rest in peace, Antoine Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, we're gonna do the Florida Man Challenge. Uh, well, I wanted to end trending topics on a funny note. Okay, so we, okay, there's we, a lot of there's a lot of yeah. We're gonna go through the Bobby Schmurter story right now. All right. Uh, but but tell us a little bit about that one. Okay, so basically, Bobby Schmurter was in, in Bobby Schmurter's first of all been doing a lot of interviews in jail. Yeah, so I see. Like, what, what type of cell he in? Yeah, that? you know and. <laughs> Honestly, it's pretty smart because it's it's really smart because keep it relevant. Yeah, because if you think about it, it's the it's the interviewers who are up and coming that are taking on these interviews. So like, yeah. I had never heard of this interviewer before. I think she's from Philly or something. I'm not mm. sure, but um, makes me think. <laughs> but, Maybe I too should call Bobby Schmurder. Yeah, <laughs> because think about it. Like you know, this if you if you want to get a celebrity, the best time to get them is in jail while they locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, like no, it's not even on anyone's radar. But he's about to be out in 2020, so it's it's a, it's a genius move. But basically, uh, the interviewer is asking Bobby Schmurder at the um during this interview, like. You know, basically, do you think that you're going to are you going to be like a meek mill when you get out? Basically speaking uh, towards prison reform and all of that. And Bobby Schmurter responds, um, like I tell people all the time, I respect what he's doing, but I can't do it, though. I love what Martin Luther King did. I respect him uh, because I couldn't do it. Motherfuckers hitting him in rocks, doing all types of shit. And he stayed positive. I respect everything that they do. And um, he goes, I understand. And then and then moves on to say I understand everything you're saying but it's not even about me going through shit it's about what they've been doing for years shit ain't gonna change motherfuckers start talking about it Uh, shit ain't gonna change because motherfuckers start talking about it you gotta take action so basically um, Bobby Smyrna's like you know I wanna do something about what's going on I don't wanna just talk about it so that's his uh, perspective on being asked if he's gonna join in on Meek's you know, campaign and prison reform situation. So what are your thoughts there? Uh, I mean, we tend to, we tend to put a responsibility on celebrities mm-hmm. to be like a voice for a cause and stuff like that. And I understand what Meek Mill is going through is messed up, but we can't put that same responsibility on every celebrity Agreed. who may have been wronged by the justice system. Mm-hmm. Uh, let the record show Bobby Schmurter is very much guilty for <laughs> He admitted it. <laughs> right. He's he's very much guilty for what he, for for the reason that he's in prison. So it's not like he was wrongfully put there. Um, whereas Meek Mill's case is something that's ongoing from the time he was like 17 or mm-hmm. 18 years old. And he's 30 now and it's still dragging and still causing him issues. Mm-hmm. So I understand Meek Mill's position to want to fight it. And also Meek Mill is in a different space. He has friends like Jay-Z, Michael mm-hmm. Rubin, uh, Robert Kraft. 
who are probably in powerful position. Well, not probably. They are in positions where they have enough power to do something about the messed up situation that their friend Meek Mill is in. Correct. Who's Bobby Schmetter going to fight with? Yeah. Who, who, who's going to go to bat for Bobby Schmetter when he comes out? Yeah. He's not going to have that same kind of position. This man... It probably just wants to get out of prison, probably mm. go back to making a couple mm. songs. Get a beef patty from the corner store. Right. Like, <laughs> not everybody is an activist. Not everybody yeah. is a spokesperson for a cause. And, and not everybody has to be. Exactly. Not everybody has to be. But we tend to make our leader, we, we tend to make celebrities the le- our leaders for certain mm-hmm. causes. But there's literal leaders out there. Like, yeah, there's, exactly. There's and actual leaders. I don't out blame there. Bobby Schmurder for not wanting to be a part of this. Me at neither. All. I, don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. And I think it got kind of like misconstrued a little yeah. bit. And like, you know, as if he was speaking against it. But he clearly, does, he, he didn't say that. Right. He just said that's just not him. Like, he, he knows, well, you know thyself, right? So if you know that you don't. If you're not actually smart enough or you don't have enough of the information to speak intelligibly about a situation that and to the point where like you because of your positioning, if you say something that's crazy or stupid or incorrect, that people could run with it and take that. Why would you want to do that? Because that could be a disservice to the cause. And I remember back in the day, I used to feel like, yeah, like these celebrities should do more and da da da. Right. But I'm like, no, that was very narrow minded of me thinking from my perspective as somebody who's educated, who has the tools about the things that I understand to then expect people who don't, these are not necessarily people who went to school. These are not necessarily right, people who exactly. really dealt with these issues. They may have, they may know somebody who's been through it. They may know this or that, this, this or that. But to put that on them to be the spokesperson, I don't think is fair. I think we should accept if people choose to be, and I, I, I really respect people who choose to be, really respect people who choose to learn more about this, the, the topic or whatever issue they want to focus on and target it and address it. I like that. But like, if that's not something that you're able or capable of doing, then be honest about it. Yeah. Because if you say something stupid in, in the opposite direction, that's even worse. Like, imagine yeah. if he gets on this platform and says something like, you know, you know, the police officers just doing the best that they can. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to be upset. But because he's Bobby Smurda, his word is going to go far. Yeah. So we're going to be very upset if he says something stupid like that. And so I think we should give people the space to be who they are and rock with that. Absolutely. Bobby Schmidt, you don't got to come out and be no activist, mm-hmm. man. You good, dog. You good. You, you good, good pop. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it's Florida Man Challenge. Yo. So I just I just did. <laughs> All right. So I wanted Flo- to know what yours was. The Florida Man Challenge is, so you type in Florida Man and your birthday, right? Mm-hmm. You have to put in any specific year. No, right? No. All right. So you type in Florida Man and your birthday and, you know, and I got I got a shout out Charlemagne the guy who is the one who says that the craziest news comes from Florida or the Bronx. Yes, I was going to say the Bronx. And it is absolutely true. true. He's been saying this for the past few years on the Breakfast Club. And this is absolutely true. So I just did the Florida Man Challenge. And I'm going to tell you right now. Here's the headline that came up for me. <laughs> Florida man arrested for throwing alligator through drive through window. Wow. <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yo, how do you, and there's a picture of the gator here. And, <laughs> oh my God. So you just tossed the gator? First of all, I have a lot of fucking questions. I have a, yes, how long can the alligator survive out of water? Maybe that's my first question. But my second question Why is alligator's teeth so white? <laughs> right, because that, that alligator looked like he bites. So I'm confused as to how he just tossed it. Why would he toss it into a drive-thru? <laughs> I have a lot of questions that I don't think are going to be answered. No. Through this, oh, my God. Through this post. Oh, my god. But, goodness. you know, I had a... I typed in my... Allig- I typed in my Florida Man Challenge. Uh-huh. 
was my birthday and I got two different results. I got one um, from 2013 that says, Florida man kills wife and posts picture on Facebook. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this 31-year-old man, you know, uh, basically told everybody he was about to go to jail. He was oh, like, yeah. my God. He's basically like, yeah, I'm, I'm headed out, you know, um, just killed my wife. Picture I'm it. headed out. I just, you know, he I just accepted, killed my his, wife. He accepted his fate. <laughs> he knew what it was at 31 oh, that he no. was ready, you know, oh, to go God. to jail for this Come cause on. of murdering his <laughs> wife and posting it on Facebook. Oh, no. Give the police officers a little bit. To, yeah, you know, like, nah, make them work a little right, bit. You're white. So, first of all, you have that on your side. So, at least let that play out a little bit longer before you fucking just throw your hands up. But, you know, thank God you did because we don't need you on the streets. Oh, we don't need nobody We're that good. reckless on the streets. Right. Yeah. You know, I really got to be worried when you're, when you're in Florida. Um, And then another post I had was Florida man claimed to be surrounded by cats and alligators before being arrested for his murder. So after noticing dried blood on the guy's clothing, oh, a deputy no. asked him if the blood was from the cats and alligators, to which Hall replied, do you want the truth? <laughs> So he was making strange statements about cats and alligators all around him. And um, and basically he told the deputies that, uh, yes, he uh, he told the deputy. Oh, sorry. He says the deputy told Hall. Yes. And Hall told the deputy that he had killed his girlfriend and he was in his home. Uh, he was in his room at a home down the street. And um, they found, you know, the woman inside the bedrooms. I'm not really clear about, like, what the cats and alligators... I don't know if the cats and alligators were telling him to kill his girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it seemed as though they were they played a role oh in the girlfriend's God. death, which is why he felt it was important for him to mention it. So there's a lot of, you know, strange shit happening in Florida. And Florida is a weird place. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know, just stay to Miami, Orlando. Yeah, right. <laughs> Orlando, you gotta be careful. You know, you gotta be careful with Orlando. Oh my gosh, that's a nice, funny note to end trending topics with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ready for another break? I am. I yes. gotta use the restroom. Me too. Uh, well, I don't have to use the restroom, but I'm ready for another break. <laughs> well, you're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis, Addy, the best Addy the baddie, baddie, who's back from like a month of vacation. Two weeks. Well, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. But we'll be right back. Coming up right now is Come Back by Evie Don Loso. You're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful, as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it bad and then you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you got to be willing to give up sleep. Real shit. Uh, I paid attention, I studied my competition I was taking them notes like a composition I made getting this money a proposition Niggas talking that toe like a politician I remember them days I was whipping that crack So it was like niggas lived in a trap I came a long way just from witnessing that Now I'm putting these struggles inside of my reps Now I'm on top, I ain't gonna stop Cause I gotta fuck up my wrist Pushing that work in the job with semis and glots Niggas wish I ain't exist Niggas don't see me out touching them chips Diamonds be dancing like Jackson and Prince Diamonds gon' fuck up the spot with a gliss Money be long like I'm making a list Yeah, drop top with a new coupe And with the same gang and no new group All my diamonds looking like a fruit loop I've been boiling 
on them like it's hoop group straight. Three from deep, double up three, my gang gon' eat. Moving that Larry and moving them birds. Ain't nothing cheap, I can flex my sleep. Yeah, diamonds dancing on my wrist, diamonds dancing on my bitch. Fuck up a six, doing magic with the gift. Feel like Johnson with the wrist. Look how it flick, hold on, I need a check. Fuck up my neck, can settle for less. Yeah, yeah, look how I flex, brand new protect, wetter than wet. Hold on, yeah, I cannot fuck with you bitches and I cannot fuck with you niggas cause they be too bitter. Just look at my neck, I glitter. I look like I put in a filter, colder than winter. I'ma go hard as a bitch, drop the same price on your head as my wrist. Bitches be loving the way that I drip, diamonds be glistening under my lip. I remember. Remember back in 09, make it slow down, so for slow grind. I was out here moving with my own mind, just a young king of his own kind. Coming where I'm from, we old cursed. The only way to make it out is hard work. Gotta really have it in your heart first. When you hit the top, you see it's all worth. Always knew I wouldn't be the same. Niggas hating on me, but they hella lame. I'ma hold my own, I ain't never tame. Said they looking for me, but they never came. Diamonds dancing on the yellow chain. I can see the envy through the yellow frames. I'm like, fuck the dog, cause I got hella aim. Shoot with hella range, I got hella game. Now I'm right back on my bully. Ball with the vest, but I'm labeled a rookie. Heart of a lion, I need me a cookie. Niggas don't dance, we get down with the boogie. I know some niggas. That's crippin' like Tookie Your biggest regret was in you overlooking Big body bends, I pull up in a bully Off right in my back and they say what it could be Yeah, drive top with a new coupe And with the same gang and no new group All my diamonds looking like a fruit loop I've been boiling on them like it's hoop group straight Three from deep, double up three, my gang gon' eat Moving that Larry and moving them birds Ain't nothing cheap, I can flex my sleep Yeah, diamonds dancing on my wrist Diamonds dancing on my bitch Fuck up a six, doing magic with the gift Feel like Johnson with the wrist Look how it flick, hold on, I need a check Fuck up my neck, can settle for less Yeah, yeah, look how I flex Brand new protect, wetter than wet Hold on, yeah I cannot fuck with you bitches and I cannot fuck with you niggas cause they be too bitter Just look at my neck, I glitter, I look like I put in a filter, colder than winter I'ma go hard as a bitch, drop the same price on your head as my wrist Bitches be loving the way that I drip, diamonds be glistening under my lips I put a dub on my wrist, diamonds on the rocket, they punch when I walk in the spot Body walking for the team, some leaf for the scheme, finesse is ready to drop While I'm in the Maybach, Laybach, praying she don't make a high Show that she cold like the guap in the spot, feel a little bag at the top of the top Shooters like Blake and his palm, it's all in your rim, you got me letting it go I still got flex in the pen and got hold like it's crystal and diamonds be making the snow there was none to eat, now it's for leaves, and cocky just letting you know Nigga, I started with none, and turned to something, invite you to get to the door Nigga, I started with none, and turned to something, invite you to get to the door Yo, 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 yo yeah, drive top with a new coupe and with the same gang and no new group. All my diamonds looking like a fruit loop. I've been bowling on them like it's hoop group straight. Three from deep, double up three, my gang gon' eat. Moving that Larry and moving them birds. Ain't nothing cheap, I can flex my sleep. Yeah, diamonds dancing on my wrist, diamonds dancing on my bitch. Fuck up a six, doing magic with the gift. Feel like Johnson with the wrist. Look how I flick, hold on, I need a check. Fuck up my neck, and settle for less. Yeah, yeah, look how I flex, brand new protect, wetter than wet. Hold on, yeah, I cannot fuck with you bitches and I cannot fuck with you niggas cause they be too bitter. Just look at my neck, I glitter, I look like I put in the filter. I'ma go hard as a bitch Drop the same price on your head as my wrist Bitches be loving the way that I drip Diamonds be glistening under my lip Yeah BDB dead ass Oh so Yeah Tanya Tame it baby Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Graduation of Oriqua, Jamaica, Puerto Rico. You so fine, you so fine. Can I hit one more time? My niggas in the building, yeah, we bout to spaz out that rum punch beat. Shorty bout to act out, she too gone. Please don't pass out. We ain't even make it to the section and we cast out. Hey, me got you feeling nice, so. Time, let me see you 
wine, yeah, yeah. Island girl turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way. Go back girl turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way. Island girl turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way. Go back girl turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way. Island girl turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way. Go back girl turn back way. I wanna see wine like we All my niggas is big dealers Pull up on your bumper Girl, I won't feel ya Ice so cold Neck came up out the freezer Feel like Michael Jackson I'm up in that three-look Chain to my watch If you look, you getting blind Let me get a dance Like one more time And she the type that If you look, you won't find And when I found you, girl You was a Catch cold some movie Chillin' the jacuzzi Lay back while you do me And you do something to me I swear I can't lie I ain't gon' front up Buy you where you want it Gucci and Prada shoes Balenciaga's Chillin' with them gangster shots It's in the mops Shorty in the kitchen She rocks to the pasta Do it Do my treasure like a raster Do it Speed it up and go faster Do it Young nigga still a rockstar Do it Slow it down and go faster Oh, why? Let me see you take time, oh, why? You fine like some wine, oh, why? Let me just see you grind, oh, why? Let me see you take time, oh, why? Let me see you do it Let's get right into Get out of my face. 
in the safe, uh, tryna pull up in a race, uh, I'm feeling great today, uh, told him get out of my face, uh, gotta put cash in the safe, uh, tryna pull up in a race, uh, they just tryna get the little cake, uh, they don't wanna make that home plate, uh, if you do me dirty, can't stay, uh, don't tryna make it up too late, uh, all I really had to do was wait, uh, but they didn't wait, nah, tell them hold me down, but they play, uh, all this I didn't wanna play, uh, Ben Talks right here live on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis. And, and uh, Addy the Bed Stop. Say it loud, say it proud. Addy, Addy the Bed Stop, Bad. There we go. There we go. That's still the um feels, I'm talking about. Still feels weird. No, I think that, that feels right. But it's about that time in the program. For what? For Don't At Me. Oh. Yes, I've been holding on to this one for a little bit. All right, get it off your chest. Well, you know, that's that's what we're here to do. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it off my chest, okay? You mad because I am mad because um so it's time it's time for Don't At Me. And uh well before I get into Don't At Me for this week, I do have to say that this week's Don't At Me is brought to you by Top Line Auto Spa, Brooklyn's best hand wash hands down. Oh. They specialize in exterior hand wash. Interior treatment, interior, exterior detailing, and much, much more. No matter the vehicle, Jeeps, sedans, trucks, trailers, and boats, Top Line Auto Spa will give you that top line shine. You can reach them on IG at Top Line Auto Spa and by getting giving them a call at 347-782-7737. Hey, get this. Mention Ben Talks and you can get $10 off your first wash. Oh, so this week's Don't shoes? At Me, well, come on now. What this week's this? Don't At Me is brought to you by Top Line Auto Spa. Okay, well, you a whole Instagram model now. Okay, come on now. <laughs> don't gas me. Don't gas me. Uh, All next, right, next but... week is tummy tees. <laughs> <laughs> but I really got to get into this. And uh, usually I like to cut the beat for my Don't At Me's. Oh. All right? That's dramatic. So this week's Don't At Me goes to you stinking booty ass boys. Girls, women, and men out there. And and in and, between. And everyone in between. Check this out. Soap and water is your best friend. There's no reason that I need to be smelling you from the other side of the train car, from the other side of the room, and from the other side of the wall. All you nasty, stinky, 
people out there with horrible body odor. You know, I said a few weeks ago that people who cough and sneeze into open air are terrorists. People who walk around stinking willingly, you too are terrorists because your smell is only giving me headaches and it's making me want to throw up and it's making me my knees buckle because you smell horrible. It doesn't take much to take a shower. It doesn't take much to take a warm rag with some soap in it to your extremities and make sure that they're smelling clean. But you decide that you're going to walk around smelling like goats who just had (laughs) sex. All right? Smelling like a meat market. Smelling like a farm. You are just straight up and down smelling horrible. And you think it's okay. You walk around. No, How do you not smell yourself is the question that I have. How is it that you walk around smelling so horrible and not once does the body odor coming from your disgusting, dirty pores ever hit your nose and tell you that, hey, maybe I should take a shower? You are disgusting and you are the absolute worst kind of person. All right. We don't need to have. Listen, New York City is crowded as it is. And it would be nice of you to take a shower because we know that at times in the city, in any of the five boroughs, that we're going to be uncomfortably close to one another. The very least that you can do is take a shower. The very least that you could do is take a hot rag with some soap in it to your armpits and Mm -hmm. to your private areas so that you're not smelling like God knows what, smelling like Trinidad Carnival. That's what you're walking around here smelling like. Carnival smells bad, period. Oh, All right? Smelling like mm-hmm. Eastern Parkway on a hot summer day. That's what you're smelling like. You smell, it's disgusting. All right? If you're someone who knows that you stink, and if you're someone who doesn't know that you stink, but you're still walking around acting like it's all good, you're still walking around knowing you haven't took a shower in three or four days, you, my friend, are an asshole and you're a jerk. And I hope that you are offended by every single word that I just said. You are a terrorist and you are harming others around you. And you're even harming those, the few of them left, that actually care about your stinking booty self. I said what I said. Now don't at me. No stinking people. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, you got that off your Well, chest. you got anything to add to that, Addy? I need my blood pressure to be lowered real quick. You got anything? No? That's, I do. Oh, stinking booty people out there. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, my, uh, my critique. Uh-huh. It's not a critique on me, is it? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was perfect. No. I was. It's a... It's a little. It, it isn't my. If I had a don't at me, <laughs> but you know I'm not allowed here on the Ben Talk Show. Just I, I just do what I'm told. Well, we we, we working to get you a second. You know, <laughs> we, we, we working on it. You know. But if I had one, uh-huh. so I was on the plane. Mm. Ooh. Um, don't at me from a plane. That's a good one. Yeah. Minding my business. But of course. Two young gentlemen and late gentle ladies behind me <laughs> decided to do to be very ungentle. <laughs> And as the plane is taking off, they are basically at the top of their lungs having a conversation. They just mm-hmm. met each other, by the way. Oh, One wow. of the woman looked like Cardi B. Oh, <laughs> new friends making mm-hmm. a ruckus. Okay. The other dude looked racially ambiguous, but he was <laughs> saying nigga after every fucking breath. Mm. 
So that's another don't at me within the don't at me. Because black people don't actually say nigga that much. But it seems as though niggas who are not of that race love to fucking say it after every breath. Oh, so yeah. We'll, we'll just go, we'll start with that. So at the top of their lungs, speaking and having a dumbass conversation. Mm-hmm. So they were very, they being very annoying and very um, obnoxious. But I put on my headphones, I'm going to ignore these hoes. But another young lady to the right of me was fed up. But instead of telling them, hey, you know, could you keep it down? Because I'm like trying to, it was late. You know, keep keep it down. She instead decided to say, "Shut the fuck up!" Wow. <laughs> and she, uh, and so they were take taken aback. They were like, "Wait, what, bitch?" So the the Cardi B looking girl got up and was like, "Bitch, what the fuck? Like, we could fight." Now, da, 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 da. is this this is the fight that spilled over to to the um, to, baggage claim? To the baggage claim that I posted, <laughs> yes. But all I have a video I'm gonna show you Yo. of the, the plane video. I'm gonna show you because it became a five person fight. Oh, oh, Royal Rumble, it huh? Became a Royal Rumble <laughs> because the black girl who jumped in to tell him to shut the fuck up was like everybody, like not everybody to hear your fucking conversation. Da 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 da. She was mad, and then without other, being there, I agree with the black girl. Yeah, no, I agree too. I was <laughs> without upset. without being there, I was upset too. They should have. Right. They were really being very annoying. But you don't come at hot heads that way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You want to come at hotheads, you got to come at them with the opposite energy. Yeah. A firm, hey, I'm, you guys are, could you guys just keep it down? There's a bunch of us on the plane. We're all right, trying to get right. to this, you know, to the same place. Just if you could just be considerate of the people around you, I'd appreciate that. Because I don't believe that the girl would have been that upset if she said that. She mm-hmm. might have rolled her eyes, but I don't think she would have popped off. Right. But because the girl came at her so disrespectfully, she was I mean, fucking what? ready. I don't got a choice. I gotta, I gotta get crazy after right. that. Right. So they moved the Cardi B looking girl to the to first class. What? Yeah. They moved. Talk her about to first rewarding class. bad behavior. I know, right? They moved to the first class because she was about to fight the girl. Um. So they took her and her friend up there, and um, the black girl stayed back there. But the dude who she was sitting next to, the ambiguous dude who was saying nigga after every word, started cursing out the black girl. They was going back and forth. And then this white man started cursing out the black girl too. <laughs> this white man that was behind her. So it was just like she got in front of she got it. She got up and stood in front of his face, pointing her fingers at him and da da da. God. And so basically, Daddy, how did you end up on this ratchet ass flight? Me, this is a flight from Atlanta, Atlanta to New York City. So I mean Addy, how did you end up on this ratchet ass flight? And why were they right behind me? Like <laughs> I could have been anywhere else on the Well, plane. I see. I seen your contract. All that money you making. There's no, no way you should have been. <laughs> you should. There's no way you should have been that close to them Stop. people. <laughs> so out of all the like seats that could have been placed in, I was really God really put me there, and I was already like nervous because it was a storm. That's nothing. It was a storm on our way out of Atlanta. It was a fucking tornado warning. So it was turbulence the entire ride. It was, it was turbulence outside yes. the plane and turbulence in the plane. In the plane. God damn it. The landing was fucking <laughs> shaky. So like everyone could have lost their life, but the Cardi B looking girl was ready. She when she was when she, we landed, she was at LaGuardia like bitch. Oh shit. I live here, you're a visitor. Oh. And was ready to fucking fight and they did. But you know, they were basically throwing a lot of hands that didn't land. It looked like a Jerry Springer fight. <laughs> yeah, it was like a lot of <laughs> Uh, 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 rah, rah, rah. Speaking of which, uh, Addy, I got to give you some advice. When you're recording mm-hmm. a fight, right? Put the camera on two people tussling. Okay, Stop it. you had the camera like kind of hiding, like you want to hide the fact. Just be, just be honest about it. I am recording the ratchetness, and I'm going to put see, it on social media. Because there's a part media. of me that don't really want to record it. That, I think that's what what came out. You look, you ain't get off that plan with me. 
I'd have been interviewing wanna, them and all that. I wanted I, to record it. You see, I, I, don't, I don't post it to send to, like, fucking uh-huh. world star. It's really for my own amusement that, like, this really happened to me. Mm-hmm. Not really to, you know, I don't really want black people, black women to be seen in that light, to be honest, though. So, right. You know, I'm going to censor some shit and be biased. There you go. <laughs> um, but anyway, the don't at me basically mm-hmm. is, if you're not really bi- if you're not really ready for the for the heat, don't start nothing. Because the girl clearly, <laughs> you know, she she was down she was down to defend herself, but clearly she didn't really want that smoke. So yeah. it's like, don't you can't you can't come at people that hot. Like you can't come at people who are already hot heads, crazy. If you really want things to change, you just can't do that unless you're ready to fight. Yeah. But if you're not ready to fight, then don't do that. Right. Don't do that. So that's my that's my. Uh, Piece of advice. So it's not even a really don't at me. It's really just a, just just, <laughs> just, just heat at these warning. Just, just, yeah, just All you, right. you ready for blow the whistle? Uh, we got about fifteen minutes. We got okay. fly fly through these. All right, let's do it. Ah, boom, boom. Go ahead. So boom. All right, so boom. Krispy Kreme. I oh damn. Come on, shout out. All y'all donut. All y'all donut donut loving my my yeah, fuckers so out there. This was racist. So God damn. But you know what I like about this? Even though it is a blow the whistle, mm-hmm. um, they admitted to it. They they they, and they came out with it before anyone else could dig it up. They did. So they get a shout out for that, but it's mm. still a blow the whistle yeah. because, I mean, let's be honest, Krispy Kreme. Like, how many more of our favorites do right, we have to know how to race this ties? I'm definitely not prepared to give up Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Just so I wasn't prepared to give up Chick Fil A. So you can cancel me if you need to. Oh, you? Sure, I ain't give up Chick Fil A nah. neither. I'm still watching the NFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm still getting the 12-piece nuggets every time yeah. I go to Chick-fil-A I'm with sorry. the Polynesian sauce and the sweet and spicy sriracha. Yeah. Okay? I don't give a damn. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel my activism elsewhere. I'm just, <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's just, it's, and you know what? You know what? Channel, channel my activism. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps you know I'm, I'm working on this diet situation, so I'm sure once I get that shit together, I'm gonna start Yo. coming for people who eat Krispy Kreme and Chick Fil A, and I'm gonna start pretending like I didn't used to do it. But but for now, well, I, I have all my sweets from either Doc's Cake Shop. Oh yeah, shout out to you, Doc. Yes. I might get and, some um, tonight. And LT's Cakes and Things. That's the only places mm-hmm. I get my sweets. Mm-hmm. LT's Cakes and Things I, is, is run by my sister Eltamar. You know well, what I'm saying? You never gave me that. What I, I did. I never got no cake. We're going to talk after the show. All right. She, she hooking it up. All right. Okay? Then I'm going to need to get that. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're going to talk after the show. But those are the only two places that but I get my sweets let me get back from. to this Krispy Kreme. But go ahead. Krispy Kreme, right? Okay. So basically, the Riemann family, right, who owns the controlling stakes of J.A.B. Holdings uh-huh. and is reportedly one of the richest families in uh, Germany. This is according to CNN Business, by the way, because we cite our sources here at Ben Talks. There, there you um, go. They'll donate $11 million or an undisclosed amount to a charity after a three-year investigation that it commissioned discovered uh, after a three-year investigation that it commissioned discovered details of their ancestors' behavior. So I appreciate this because it's like they're actually looking and holding their ancestors accountable. Yeah. So yeah, now yeah, family yeah. spokesperson said Albert <clears throat> Riemann Sr. who died in 1954 and Albert Riemann Jr. who died in 1984 used Russian civilian prisoners and French prisoners of war as forced labor in their factories during the war damn, and that damn, they were anti-Semites and avowed supporters of Adolf Hitler. The investigation also found that Riemann Sr. donated to Hitler's paramilitary SS force as early as 1931. So, you know, when he was really on some fuck shit killing the Jews at that time, that nigga was funding his whole operation. Um, Investigators also found a letter from Riemann Jr. to a local mayor complaining that the French prisoners 
of war weren't working hard enough and should be in prison. Reman Sr. and Reman Jr. were guilty. The two businessmen have passed away, but they actually belonged in prison, said Peter Haft, the chairman and one of the managing partners of JAB Holdings in an interview with German publication Build. We were, uh, we were ashamed and white as sheets. There's nothing to gloss over. These crimes are disgusting. So, you know, they, you know, so how do you feel about that? They came, they came, they said it. Look, I, again, mm-hmm. we got to You got to give them props mm-hmm. because they owned it. They didn't let it be leaked. They yeah. didn't let it come out. Yeah. They owned it. Mm-hmm. But it's still a messed up part of their history. Right. You had the slaves making the donuts. God exactly. Come but on, here's nah. my thing. I don't like the idea that they're choosing to donate what they feel like they should. Right. Talk to the people who are fucking affected by these niggas behaviors. Yeah, exactly. Had, like this is kind of like the equivalent of reparation. Just like a lot of white people feel like, oh, well, I didn't do it. I wasn't. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't enslave anybody. It wasn't me. But get their benefiting off of the backs of slavery. Right. They're benefiting off of generational and institutional slavery. Right. And basically telling themselves that they're not a part of it, even though they're spending the money that is a result of it. The correct and appropriate response to me is not only to donate or to give money r- reparations that mm-hmm. everybody laughs at, but to actually tell the ask the people who were directly affected by said slavery, find out those people who you enslaved. You can find that shit out. Right. Figure out who those families were. And ask them how they want that money to be spent. Straight up. So that's the one thing I would correct here is that I don't know which charity you're... Who knows what the fuck this charity is? Maybe it's some racist-ass charity. I want to know the charity that you're donating to. Don't tell me it's an undisclosed charity because it was fucking disclosed, the racism that they decided to put into the atmosphere. So I want that shit to be disclosed. And I want the people who were affected by it to have a say in what charity or in which direction that money goes. Right. Absolutely. Um, Amber Evans, we got blow the whistle, mm-hmm. who is another black activist who they found her body floating in the Ohio River, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the Scotia River. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, pull up the the uh, article right now. But um, a body recovered from Ohio Scotia River identified as missing social justice advocate Amber Evans. The body of a young woman recovered from the Scotia River in Ohio on Saturday has been identified as 28-year-old community activist Amber Evans by Columbus Police. She had been missing since January 28th. Columbus Police released the news on Sunday sharing a statement on Twitter. Evans' body was found by Columbus Police Special Victims Bureau Mm -hmm. and Columbus Police Dive Team. While this is not the outcome we hoped for, we understand this brings closure for the family. Our thoughts and prayers go out to them, wrote Columbus PD. Now, this is not the first black activist Mm -hmm. whose body has been found floating no, somewhere or, or dead, dead or um, set up or something is going on here mm-hmm. and her boyfriend who happens to be a white man oh is it because they got into a domestic dispute because um, i was gonna bring that up he is has not been brought in by police for questioning interesting he's not even a person of interest interesting now i know had i been her boyfriend i would have been in cuffs right now a boyfriend of 10 years so you, we're not gonna bring him in for no questioning i would right. want them, look if i got into Boy, domestic- boyfriend of 10 first of all 10 years? Yeah. Boyfriend? Look. Look, if I got into a... <laughs> Addy, like, that's a whole other show. We gonna... <laughs> Look, if I got into a domestic dispute with my nigga of 10 years and they didn't bring me in, I would put myself in the seat. Like, niggas, y'all not doing what you're supposed to do. Y'all not gonna question me? Because if you're huh? not gonna question me, I'm the fucking first person to point of in, contact. Yeah, because in 10 years, I had a lot of reasons to kill that motherfucker. Exactly. I can tell you all the reasons why I want to kill him, but I didn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I didn't. I'm gonna tell you why I should have killed him in 2005. But mm. I did not. I fucking refrained. Mm. So like, but you should at least bring me in to ask me. That is always the fucking protocol. He is so not why? a person of interest in this case. Interesting. Very interesting. It's interesting. definitely a, a blow to whistle worthy moment. Like I said, man, a war is coming. All right. They 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 attacking <laughs> our leaders. They attacking our activists. Something is going to happen, and I just hope that by then I'm either dead mm. or uh in incapacitated Ugh. that I can't even be out there on the front lines. Yeah. But it is a damn shame. Uh what's our next don't uh blow the whistle? Okay. Rest in peace, Amber. Yes, for um, real. Another rest in peace we got going on right now. Cliff Dixon. Yes. Cliff Dixon, um Atlanta. Real good friend mm-hmm. of, of uh Kevin Durant. Yeah. Just yeah, to, yeah. just to add that, yeah. He was a rapper who was known for um being in relationship more more recently known for being in a relationship with um Erica uh, Mena. Yeah, love and hip love and hip hop star Erica Mena um was shot at a club on his way to his birthday party or basically at his birthday party. Um so he had an event in Atlanta at SL Lounge and there was when a lone gunman opened fire in front of the club before he could even arrive, like one of his guests, um, this basketball player who's actually dating Mimi Faust from Love and Hip Hop. She was in the VIP section waiting for him, and he was mm-hmm. like, "I'm on my way," and he literally got shot right outside of the damn club. So, so this he was targeted. He was targeted. It wasn't, yeah, it, it, he was targeted. Someone targeted. wanted to kill him for some mm-hmm. reason, mm-hmm. and it was his birthday, right? It was his birthday. You got to be a 32. sick, evil. Thirty two is real young. young. Yeah, like yeah. I'm about to be thirty two in no time. Yeah, that shit is sad. That shit is so sad, and people really seem to really like this man. Like yeah. Fabulous seemed to be real close to him. Um, and other artists and celebrities seem to and, have known and, this and man. And again, this is something that like Kevin Durant was was very much affected by. Mm. Like this was one of his close friends from DC. Damn. Yeah, Damn. man. And it's just sad. Like you're 32 years old on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Your birthday is the day you're supposed to be going out celebrating. Yeah. Like he had a son. Yeah. Son. Like I'm one of those people. I don't think anything bad can happen to me on my birthday. Yeah. You know. You like just be living your life. Yeah. You just living life. There's just haters out there. You gotta keep your circle. You gotta make like especially these dudes who come, you know, from the streets into money or yeah. into any type of fame mm-hmm. or celebrity. You gotta be careful because it's like you wanna. You want to make sure that you 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 don't want to be the sellout. You don't want to be that person who turns your back on your community. But at the same time, you you know who's the crazies. You know who's the fucking loose cannons in your circle. Yeah, you got to cut that shit out because that shit is not good for you. Yeah, and it'll be people who you've been going hard for that'll wish death on you. That'll wish the worst on you. So you got to be mindful. But, but also, it comes down to post and promoting shit on social media. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta, you know, people. You come from a certain neighborhood. You come from a certain uh, area. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep shit under wraps. You can't That's be posting your, your locations of you because you never know where where the hate is gonna mm-hmm. try to get you at. And, and it's on his birthday they decided his... that oh I'm gonna do this that and the third to him. And, so disrespectful. And a young black man lost his life on his birthday. Mm-hmm. Man. It's a shame. So we gotta blow the whistle on that. And rest in peace to rest uh, in Cliff peace. Dixon, man, for real. That's for so real. sad. I, that shit was bothering me like real hard. And I, don't, yeah. I never followed this man's <clears throat> career, but yeah, that shit really bothered me this week. So sad, rest in peace, man. Um, our final blow the whistle. Uh, Dr. Dre, who is a legend for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. in his own right when it comes to music, but but your man played himself. What he do? Well, Dr. Dre decided that he was going to post on Instagram. My mm-hmm. daughter got accepted into USC all on her own, no jail time. Now what's he was taking a shot at Lori Lachlan. Okay, what's the problem? Who um Lori Lachlan's daughter, mm-hmm. you know, got accepted to, to USC, and yeah. there was a whole bribery scandal and everything like that. But um. Well, the issue, the reason that this is on Blow the Whistle... Okay, why? ...was because back in 2013, 
mm-hmm. a certain Dr. Dre and a man by the name of Jimmy Iovine, mm-hmm. well, they made a $70 million donation to the USC. Oh, the same school that the The same exact to. school that Dr. Dre, your daughter, was accepted to. Okay, interesting. So for you to say that... Correlation is not causation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Addie, you went to Harvard. Yes. And I'm sure you were in school with a bunch of people who... And they're... my dad paid him $100 million <laughs> to well, donate. I'm, I'm sure you were in, in school and in class yes. with a bunch of people whose... Names great, were on the building. Yeah, yes. whose names were on the library mm-hmm. or were on this hall or Correct. were on that hall. So I think you can understand how easy it might be for an ancestor mm-hmm. or a child of someone of, uh, who made a significant donation mm-hmm. to the school... To get into the school. Correct. Dr. Dre, you made a $70 million donation to University of Southern Cal, a school that you didn't even attend. Mm-hmm. Random. $70 million that you could have took to an HBCU. Wow. Because wow. they don't get enough government funding. That's crazy. That's but you true. took it to University of Southern California, Ooh, who has all true. these movie stars, all these famous directors, all these famous people that go to this school. That's a good idea. Who go point. back and donate <laughs> to them. $70 million, you could have saved probably the entire uh, HSBC, mm-hmm. um, the, the whole, like the schools, all the mm-hmm. HSBC schools, all the historically black colleges. Mm-hmm. You could have divvied up that $70 million and gave them much needed funding. Yeah. But instead, you built a studio at University of Southern Cal. And then on top of that, you want to play Lori Lachlan as if you're she's the only one that's giving money mm-hmm. to have their kids accepted into school. Granted, you didn't write the donation just for your daughter to get into the school. But there's no way that anybody related to you comes across that admissions desk mm-hmm. knowing that you made you and Jimmy Iovine made a 70 million dollar donation yep. to them. Worst part is he didn't have to say anything. Right. He didn't have, <laughs> he to, say didn't have to say anything. She could have just went to USC. She could have gone. And but no, yet he, and we would have been fine. Exactly. And no one would have cared. And no one would have noticed. But he wanted to flex. As if social media is the most forgiving place. Right. Everyone like, knows. We'll dig up all the receipts. There is somebody out there who has nothing better to do than to dig up mm-hmm. old racist tweets, old whatever, and find you, you know, and 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 really just make you guilty of something. Yeah. All right. Dr. Dre, you played yourself, and for that, we got to blow the whistle. Coming up after this, um, I want to thank Addie. You back? You know, it's been I'm back. It's been real. Addie is back because you know people change complexions every day. I know, right? You you know what I'm saying? But thank you (laughs) all for listening. Thank you all for listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best (laughs) in the world, Ben Lewis, the best I baddie, Addie. Oh, we got bars right there. Uh, but coming up right after me is Hannah and Rachel C. Do not go anywhere. She uh, usually almost always has a dope guest in studio to play some live music. But Hannah and Rachel C. coming up right after this. It's been Ben Talks with the best in the world, Ben Lewis. Addy, the best I baddie. Hey, Everyone enjoy your weekend. Best I'll catch you tomorrow. I'm going to be here live for Potluck Dinner. Hannah and Rachel C. Here? coming up next. This food? Yup.